following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Good evening, everybody here from Legion Stadium in Sylacauga. Fedville and B.B. Comer set to take on each other tonight. I'm K.J. McCurley, joined by Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett. Along with you for the ride tonight as the rain is coming down. Uh, lighter than it was earlier, but but still, it's still out there. And, you know, the players can feel it. But some players actually enjoy playing in the rain. It just depends on how you, how you grew up. You really see the country boys from the city boys uh, when uh, football plays in the rain. Some of them are bothered by it, some of them are not. We're not bothered because we're inside tonight, guys. Hallelujah. I wasn't inside on this long uh, walk over here, though, KJ. And... Uh, I just want to say, man, I'm ready to get things started this evening. You know, it's homecoming, and I kind of hate that for Comer, man. It's just raining on them as the band's trying to play, and that, uh, I can't tell. If the, I think that is that Comer's band or is that our band? I'm pretty sure that's Comer's band, but uh, I did see our band here tonight, so that's cool. Yeah, and really every week is a toss-up as far as who comes where, uh, who who dresses and who plays. Uh, every week's a toss-up because there's just so much that you have to do to prepare for an event like this in, in these times. But, uh, guys, this rivalry is back this year. And really, I want to touch on it for a minute, just the seventh all-time meeting. And as Jacob pointed out at the coaches' show Wednesday night, the all-time score in this game is 165-165. to 165. That's how even this game has been through the years. Last year we were here and we seen Fedville get off to a wonderful start and then in the second half, Raphael Johnson and Devontae Carmichael just ran ran wild on the Wolves' defense uh, and those guys still have a sore taste in their mouth. They remember how last year went. They want to be ready to play tonight. Absolutely, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you have Comer coming in here and uh, last year win against these guys really was the turning point in their program. When after they won this game, yeah. went into the playoffs, and I believe had a two-game win streak in there. Made it to did they make it to the third round, KJ? If I, I believe, so. if I remember correctly, so they're wanting to continue that success tonight. Um, not the last game of the season like we're used to, so that's a little odd. But uh, you know, happy to be here and happy to see some competitive football, and, and I think we will see that this evening. And um, you know, being a federal graduate as you are too, KJ, we don't want to see Comer win this game at all. I can't stand Comer because they were always our rival. Not because they're a bad place, but, um, you know, playing them, you develop that rivalry and you don't want them to win. We have a respectful disliking of Comer. You respect them, but you want to beat them. That, that's how rivalries go. Uh, that's how it was for us on the basketball court. Me and you were talking earlier. A lot of those guys that played on that basketball team, I played with in the summer. We knew each other. Every time I came to the game, we would always give a little trash talk. And you, you want to see stuff like that in this rivalry. But, you know, both teams uh, looking at this game really want to run the football already as it is. But with the rain falling tonight, I think it's important to note 
route trees will be harder to go through and quarterback progressions on passes will be harder to go through with the rain and the wind together. We are expecting on and off rain till about 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and that's when the heavy stuff's going to come in. So we'll keep you updated on that. But I think it's important to note that this game already was going to be a running game, but more so now uh, teams will, both teams will probably have to stick with the ground game even more. Absolutely, KJ. And I think that uh, one thing that's going to disrupt Pay attention. Now, I seen Calmer play um, a couple weeks ago. They really like to go to those quick screens and get their receivers out in open space. You can't cut as hard when this field and then that grass, not real grass, but the Astro turns a little slick. Uh, so if they try to get that going, you can't accelerate as fast, and that gives defenders more time to get there. So if we're going to have to play ground and pound, ground and pound football, excuse me, then Fable kind of has a slight advantage because that's what John Limbaugh likes to do. Uh, just a, about a month ago played a game where he only ran the ball or threw the ball four times versus 50-something yep. rushes. So he's prepared. He's been prepared all season for a game like this, and his time comes tonight. Yeah, and I think something else to note is I talked to Coach Limbaugh about this, and he agreed with my uh, sort of philosophy on this. Sometimes when you play a team full of uh, star players, uh, you don't really necessarily put all your stocks into beating them uh, and stopping them entirely, but you want to try to keep them off the field. The best way to keep Raphael Johnson and the Carmichael brothers from being involved in this game is being on the sidelines and your offense controlling time of possession. Time of possession, especially now that the rain is here, is huge tonight. Uh, absolutely, KJ. And uh, one thing I do want to touch on as well, usually in this rivalry, we usually have good officiating, and so that's something I'm looking forward to again this evening. You know, when it's a rivalry game, all eyes are going to be on anything that could have been done better, and officiating is one of those things, and so they usually uh, have pretty good officiating when it comes to these games. So I'm looking forward to a, a good night of play, and I think some uh, who are some impact players, KJ, you see stepping up for the Wolves tonight? Well, one guy that I think had a uh – sort of an off night last week that uh, I, I would look forward to bounce back tonight is, is Cadence Barrett. He's a guy that's been trending upward all season. Last game, let's just be honest, guys, we played a Randolph County team that was ranked number one in the state for a reason. Uh, we played a team that um, has a running back that is being looked at by seven Division One schools. Um, our offense couldn't get anything going. Their linemen were huge. Uh, uh, Cadence Barrett had a couple of drops, but but tonight I think that he bounces back and he he's been number two. We, you know we knew coming into the season that uh, Zeke Deloach would, would most likely end up being the go-to, but Cadence Barrett I feel like over the course of this season with Jacob Vice being in and out of the lineup and, and and in and out of the passing game, Cadence Barrett has really stepped up nicely, and, and I think that uh, we're gonna you don't want to throw the ball a lot in this type of weather, but the key for the Wolves tonight as far as play calling goes, I would look for about 38 to 39 runs and about 10 to 13 passes. If we complete at least seven out of those 13 and we move the ball downfield and we have that sort of more balance, I think we have a good chance to win this game. Also important to note, Dakota Ogle, active tonight. Luke White, active tonight. Two huge contributors on both sides of the ball for the Wolves. We'll be back. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. 
Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work at for Central you. Alabama area Real Estate online and Area anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. Garris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tank has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Welcome back to Legion Stadium, Fayetteville and BB Comer rivalry night. As now, uh, me and Blake Bagley will be joined by Jacob Bassett here momentarily. As uh, uh, we're getting ready to kick this game off, Blake. You talked to me about who I think would be key contributors. What about you? 
Uh, first of all, look at look at the uh, the home team of Comer Tigers, man. They they got some guys that can do a lot on both sides of the ball. But I think on the uh, offensive side, you're going to see a lot of production out of who we was talking about earlier before we actually started uh, the pregame, and that's Raphael Johnson, man. And uh, he is a player, a beast uh, to say the least. Uh, very good player. See a lot of production out of him tonight. Um, very respectful guy. You'll see him play well on both sides of the ball. Uh, but that's for my offensive guy. For my defensive guys, a uh, linebacker, don't really his name, don't really get called often, uh, and that's Johnson Murphy. He, uh, I think he'll he'll have a good game on the defensive side. Also, might see him get a few snaps at fullback. Well, and uh, actually, uh, I think that's a that's a relative of uh, of Blake's girlfriend that. Guy your whole life, but your kids go to Fedville. Uh, uh, what do you think, Jacob? It's going to be a good game. If Fedville wants to win, you know, Coach Limbaugh said earlier today, you got to limit penalties, limit mistakes, you know, hold on to the football. And, you know, I'm always big on time of possession, and we proved against Lynette. I mean, we can hold the ball for a quarter if we want to. Yeah, it's just a matter of that execution uh, and that no no penalties, uh, no stupid uh, loss of yardage. Uh, and really, I think another key tonight, Pacey, uh, Pacey Jacob has got to be smart. If the play is not there, he's got to throw it away. You can't take 15 and 20-yard sacks as a loss um, in, in a game like this. you got to throw it away. Last, last week in – Last few weeks, we kind of see him try to make something happen when it's not there, and he can do that. He's an improviser; uh, that's his style. He improvises, uh, but he he's got to know tonight in a game like this to throw the ball away because we can't have we can't afford interceptions. We got to move the ball and really hold the ball against this high power Comer offense. Yeah, the way I see it, if there's not a receiver in the area, I mean, you're going to lose the down anyways. Just go ahead and take the five-yard grounding penalty instead of taking a sack for, you know, 20, 25 yards like last week. That is right. And, Blake, uh, offensive, we talked about that, but defensively we haven't really talked much. Uh, Fedville last week was without uh, two very key contributors from that defensive line, uh, Dakota Ogle and Seth Limbaugh, as well as Luke White in the secondary. They get some of those guys back tonight do you expect a better defensive performance absolutely kj i mean uh if you go off of what Fevel normally plays they play teams that run the spread offense the smaller guys uh last week they go up against a team that's a grounded pound old school team likes run the ball they're not used to that their guys aren't as big as the o-line they were facing so their guys got bullied and got pushed around but tonight you won't see that i think you'll see a great defensive performance uh, by the wolves and that starts with defensive lineman Dakota Ogle and middle linebacker uh, Blake Ritchie. Yeah, it really does. And one thing that we've seen uh, over the last few weeks when Fedville has been successful is uh, good defensive line play. When they, this defense is anchored by their defensive line, a lot of uh, a lot of young guys kind of uh, in the mix uh, in the secondary as far as that goes. Uh, so the defensive line, it's important for them to get in the backfield and, and get sacks. Absolutely, KJ. And I think you'll see a good bit of that tonight because uh, I scouted Comer a few weeks ago when I came and watched him play. And uh, their quarterback can make a lot happen with his legs, but he doesn't like to get rid of the ball. You know, sometimes like to hold on to it like Pacey does. And so you might see the Wolves get back there and get a few sacks, and that can definitely turn momentum when you're in a close game and um, much more so when you're in a rivalry game like it will be tonight as we're about 10 minutes away from kickoff here tonight. And uh, still a little bit of rain coming down out there, but it's nothing that uh, 
they can't overcome. Uh, yeah, that is right. Want to give a shout out to our sponsors for tonight. Area Real Estate always does a good job setting you up in your new home. If you're tired of your neighbors or just need to expand, give Area Real Estate a call. Central Alabama Community College. Blake, you uh, you're familiar with that, uh, yeah. and uh, a lot of people around here are. That's the way to go now. If you don't if you don't want to go to a high powered uh, huge university and you just want to start off with your basics, CAC has a wonderful staff, wonderful people, lots of places to plug into. Check them out. Coosapine Federal Credit Union, uh, they're, they're having all kinds of specials right now this time of year. Uh, I bank with Heritage, but if I Same. didn't, I would be with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Give them a call. They do a great job taking care of all your banking needs. See Gara Specialties and Pawn. They have uh, lots of lots of available options for you. Hunting season is around the corner. Uh, check them out over there for that. Harvey's on Noble has excellent food. Uh, kind of pricey, but if you're if you're free on a Friday night or a Saturday night and it's raining, uh, well, it's raining tonight, so they I'm not sure they'll be doing live music tonight, but they usually do live music on the weekends. The food is great. The Steak ex- sandwich. The experience is great. Uh, I like their mashed potatoes. Uh, better than KFC mashed potatoes, and that is saying something. Uh, Harvey's on Noble is the place to go. Uh, Oak Grove Feed Intact. Uh, give those guys a call and, and check out what they got going. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga, their rates are dropping as well. Uh, they do a very good job. That's who my dad banks with. State Farm Albia Steers. I have car insurance with him. He always takes care of me. If there's ever any emergency, ever need anything, he will help you out for sure. Uh, and, and we're sponsored by all these wonderful people, and really thank you to those guys because uh, without you, this would not be able to happen. No, it wouldn't, KJ. We want to thank them for, for doing what they do. I had experience with all those businesses just about. Not Oak Grove Feed Tech because, obviously, I'm not a farmer, and I don't really hunt that much, but I'm sure if I did, I'd go to them and uh, check them out. And Be sure to get out and vote, y'all. I mean, get out and vote. Be sure Absolutely. you make it to the polls. You know That way you know your vote will get counted, and uh, your voice should be heard just as anybody else's should. So definitely want to get out and vote. You'll hear a couple words from some sponsors that definitely tell us to get out and vote, and I, ha- I agree with them. Yeah, and, and every opinion matters, and it's important to state that because some people who who uh, who don't who don't um, fully agree with who's on the candidate list, they they don't want to go out and vote just because of that. But even if even if you don't have a clear favorite, go out and vote. Uh, you don't you don't want to waste that right to vote, and. Um, your opinion and your voice matters, as does everyone in this country. So please don't feel any less than. Uh, we're just about ready to, to uh, kick off at 7 o'clock. Teams are still warming up, but a little bit longer in the in the uh, pregame tonight due to homecoming festivities for B.B. Comer. And uh, we'll be back with a quick word from our sponsors from the Federal Football Game of the Week after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. The credit union mission, People Helping People, has never been more important than now. We understand that the COVID-19 pandemic may cause financial hardship. As your trusted financial partner, Cousa Pines Federal Credit Union is here for you. Call 800-237-9789 or email us at cpfcu at cousapinesfcu.org. 
Harris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Silicaga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Silicaga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. And, uh, Jack, how are you doing this evening, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Good deal, man. I, you know, Big rivalry coming up, obviously. You know, we talked earlier and touched on it, me and uh, K.J. Fevel graduates, you being a graduate of Comer. Um, big game on the line tonight. What is the keys to the game for the Fevel Wolves tonight? Well, it's like I said earlier, you can't get behind the sticks early. You know, limit those negative plays. There's going to be a lot of ball running tonight, but we need to run the ball forward and not backwards, limit penalties, hold on to the football. And like we did there, you know, for the Lynette game, hold on to that football as long as you can. Keep that offense off the field from the other side. Absolutely. Play keep away, and sometimes the best defense is offense. I think what you touched on first is definitely a key that the Wolves are going to have to execute tonight in order to get that win. And um, that is not getting behind on the sticks because you'll probably see more running with it still coming down. Rain out there, the turf going to be a little slippery. So I think definitely that's what they had to do. Uh, on the flip side of things, what is your alma mater, the Comer Tigers, going to do, have to do in order to execute and win well, this game? They're going to do what they do best, and they're going to throw their best at us, and that's run the football. They're a running team. You know, they got a stable of running backs over there. It starts with Raphael Johnson and the Carmichael brothers. You know, they're great athletes, and it's going to be up to the Wolves to see what they can do to stop them. Absolutely. Final score prediction. Who do you think wins, and what's your final score? You know what? With it coming down like this, rain's going to play a factor. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb here. We're going to win by a field goal. All righty. I like it. I like it. I, I think that uh, we thought we'd see a high-scoring affair with the rain. I think that's not the case. Um you know, you're going to see a low-scoring game. Comer, from what I've seen, like the third ball, they like to run, but Fell's got a good defensive line. Um, I think you might see this game go into overtime, and um, I think uh, Fell's got the slight edge in special teams. I think you see them win this one 20-17 uh, to 17 in overtime. 
Uh, I, I like your guys' calls as well. I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game. Honestly, we thought it was going to be a shootout until we got here and it was raining the way it is. Your captains for both teams tonight, representing B.B. Comer in midfield, was Raphael Johnson. He's joined by number 11, Lane Stanley, number 75, Caleb Hutchins, number 21, that is Jacob Price, and it looks like number 12, Zach Murphy. Those are your captains for B.B. Comer. And for Fedville, you have Blake Ritchie, who was at uh, midfield with uh, Raphael. You have Camden Keaton, Pacey DeLoach, and Brady Ritchie. So those were your captains for tonight. Coin toss just took place as uh, both teams are getting ready to take a uh, run through their paper tunnels. And yep. always, always cool to see what the cheerleaders did in, uh, throughout the week to the, to the papers and see what they wrote on there. Uh, sometimes it's clever, sometimes it's cheesy. <laughs> Absolutely, KJ. And I think the Wolves are going to receive the, the um, first half kickoff and defer to the second half to give the ball to Comer. And um, that's something John Limbaugh likes to do, get out there, get some momentum rolling on offense yeah. early. I'm more of a guy, when I play Madden in the NCAA, I, I like to kick the ball, go on defense first. But yeah. um, it, both teams are rocking their normal uniforms. you got Comer rocking the uh, black helmet with the tiger on it with their black jerseys and black pants, black shoes. Uh, so blacked out pretty much for this night game against our rival Wolves is the Wolves come out with the gold helmet with their numbers on the side of it. Uh, with a white jersey and white pants and a white, black, and gold mixture of shoes. So there definitely won't be any trouble telling these teams apart, KJ. And uh, glad the Wolves, I love the Wolves uniform last week, uh, honoring the flag and the veterans and all those guys. Thank you for what you do. Thank you to our first responders. But those numbers were a little difficult to read, KJ. Oh, for sure. And it made our jobs very difficult. But tonight we're back to normalcy. <laughs> we can uh, easily see... Uh, what number is which and guys if you listen to the broadcast last week I, i'm very sorry if uh we miscalled your number or miss or miscalled your name or whatever the case may be we were struggling last week but uh tonight is different as you said blake Fedville will receive the opening kickoff so good to see luke white back on the field as he'll be joined by Three other returners, the deepest man being Cason Bryant, but Brady Ritchie will join Luke White and um, Camden Keaton at about the 10-yard line. Absolutely, KJ, and I think one thing we touched on earlier as well, the Wolves don't have any guys out that are their key players. And Comer going with a – I don't know if it was a designed onside kick or a squip kick to start the game, but it did not work very well. And Fedva will have beautiful starting field position – Almost at midfield at about the 48-yard line, guys. Absolutely, KJ. You get a few first downs, you're already knocking on the door to bring in. Uh, you know, if, even if you weren't able to convert on a third down, you got a guy that can hit from long, and that's Levi Phillips. Uh, great kicker. Great kicker last year, and uh, this guy's got another year left after this year. So uh, we'll see what he can do this evening and how he plays a factor in this game. Deloach and Richie in the backfield. Two receivers to the left. That's Zeke Deloach and Hunter Hammonds. It's a run right up the gut all the way, and maybe two for the senior Brady Ritchie. Yeah, KJ, they like, Comer watches a lot of film. They know Coach John Limbaugh is going to come out here and want to uh, run the ball early, so we'll see if the Wolves maybe shift to a passing game, which will be difficult this evening uh, with the rain coming down, so you may see both teams being one-dimensional. Oh. Nothing on that last play as Luke White will check into the game. Hunter Hammonds and Zeke Deloach to the left with Jacob Weiss at tight end and Camden Keaton the up back. Here's the toss to White. White's got a good gain around the left, and he gets, I don't know, 
five, six yards. A pretty good hole that time opened up by the federal offensive line, a, a somewhat beat-up offensive line. They get Oakle back, but uh, guys, Darden is out tonight for us, and I think taking his place is actually uh, number 79 for the Wolves, and uh, we'll get we'll check him out here in just a second to see what his name is. We don't have him in the roster. That's that brings up a third down and five here early in this game with 10.50 to go. Lining up in the pistol formation, KJ, I wonder if we'll see another tosser with the Wolves go to the air here. And there is nothing on that left side. That's where they go. It's Luke White. He's got to make something happen. He's running. He's in trouble, and he's going to go down. KJ, they tried the same play there to the opposite direction. And the first time, that O-line on the left side opened up that hole uh, going around the left hash mark. But that time, Comer had it sniffed out when they went to the right. Wasn't nothing going there, and that will bring on the punt team. Three runs, and that last one, B.B. Comer, wow. They just almost like they were in our playbook. Absolutely, KJ. That's a quick three and out for the Wolves, and let's see if Levi Phillips can boot this deep as he kicks from about his own 30. Here's the punt from Phillips, and it's blocked. B.B. Comer is going to pick this up, and there's nobody there. He's going to run this in. Counts as a block nonetheless. As number 23 for the Tigers scooped it up for the score. And they get on the board with 9.54 left to go in the first. And they got a 6 nothing lead uh, pending this two-point conversion. Two-point conversion. They give it. And he'll bounce around the left. That's number 10, the big fella, Chris Garrett. And he's easily in. And just like that, it's 8 to nothing. And B.B. Comer didn't even have to put their offense on the field until that two-point conversion to get that six. So early. A uh, horrible punt ends up in a touchdown for Comer as they lead to 8-0. We'll take a break from the film football game of the week and be back after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Legion Stadium as B.B. Comer, another short kick. Once again, Federal will have excellent field position, but guys, that didn't, Jacob, that didn't do us much good on the last drive as we went three plays an hour. What do, what do we need to do here? Well, we need to lock down on defense. You know, we have a pretty good run defense, and, you know, Comer's going to try to run it down our throats and get our defense tired, so our defense has got to, you know, rise to the occasion and make the best of the situation they're in. And y'all, and Blake touched on this at the coaches' show and tonight. Two kickoffs. The first one was about two yards, and Fedwell recovered it. That one uh, has the Wolves starting at about the 38-yard line, and I actually think they're going to move this uh, up some more. Yeah. Wow. So wow. So now it's. Uh, about the 42-yard line. Uh, we've got to start taking advantage of this. When Comer gives us short fields, we cannot go three and out. Absolutely, KJ. Getting great field position. We have to execute. And they give it up the middle. It's Richie and not much. No, not much at all. He hit a brick wall of uh, Comer defenders as I think they were playing 
uh, about six to eight guys up in the box right then, and he was going nowhere fast, and that brings up about a second and nine. And um, KJ, if you're, you're the Wolves, you had some success to the outside. You're not going to be able to run it up the gut of these guys because no. they got uh, some big defenders there. So you got to start thinking, maybe go to the air. That rain slacked off a little bit. Football's still going to be wet, but definitely got to open up that playbook. Single coverage out here on Zeke Deloach. Pacey looks that way, and he had him wide open, then he one-hopped it to him. That, that would have been a first down and then some. Zeke had single coverage going with number 15, Gavin Vick, and Vick was beat on the play. If Pacey makes that throw, and he's got to make that throw, that's a first down and more. Absolutely. That is a throw that should be executed uh, by a young quarterback, but experienced nonetheless. And uh, number 22, Hunter Hammonds, had him beat out all day on that one. And like you said, first down and then some. But once again, Pebbles in the third and long. So we'll see what they can do on third and nine. Let's see what head coach John Limbaugh draws up here. That was Zeke Deloach. The pass was intended for third and long. Deloach looking that way again. Pressure coming. Fires one. He's got him. This time it's completed. Zeke Deloach lunges, and that lunge is going to get him that first down. He would have been stopped short, but what an effort from the young guy to know where the sticks are. Absolutely. Comer was not expecting that same play again, and Coach Limbaugh got one over on him uh, nonetheless right there for sure. And uh, that'll bring up first to 10. They've already moved the ball on the other side of the 50 with 8.57 to go as they're trailing 8 to nothing. And uh, we'll see what they do here, KJ, now on the other side of the 50. And after that last bad throw, that one was on the money from Pacey. Here's a first down handoff. Richie slipped, and then he's backed up by three calmer defensive linemen. That, the running game has not worked, and we're going to probably have to go back to Luke White before this is said and done. I feel like Luke White, with his speed, is, and he comes into the game right as I say that, Luke White is probably the better running back matchup for this calmer defensive line, the way that he, Luke White is wired. Uh, I think they're going to leave, well, we got 12 in the huddle as Richie was confused as to who was supposed to be in the game, and we have to burn a timeout to stop the penalty. 8 to nothing to score. Fedville just converted a huge third down. You're listening to Fedville Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at AreaRealEstateInc.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. Fedville converted a huge third down moments ago, and now we're staring at a Second down and long. Wildcat to Richie. Reverse to Deloach. Deloach wants to throw. He's got Pacey, and Pacey dropped it. It was a little bit behind him as we come out and run a trick play. Richie ran the Wildcat, slipped it to Zeke, and Zeke tried to hit Pacey on a on a reverse pass, and that did yeah. not work. Here comes Case and Bryan in the game. 
Yeah, KJ, they didn't have any success on that one uh, at all. I mean, Pacey acts like he hadn't been a receiver before, but we see just a short time ago last season he was playing receiver for us. And did very good with that. It's third and long for the Wolves again. Fedwell really doesn't need to give this ball back to Comer. Here comes B.B. Comer. DeLoach is looking. Nowhere to go. He's going to step up, try to run it, does run it, makes a man miss. He's going to have his first down as he's angling for the sideline and gets out of bounds past the sticks. Wonderful job that time by Pacey DeLoach. Got just just a good enough block from Jacob Vice. Vice didn't fully get that block, but he was able to shed him off just enough to let Pacey slip through. And I think we got a flag. Yeah, I think we might see a late hit out of bounds on this one, KJ. That flag was thrown in on the tackle. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I think we're going to be looking at here. Hopefully, that's against the Tigers and not the Wolves. And they're backing it up. I don't. Yeah. What 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 was the call? I'm not sure, but it was a late one and uh, couldn't have been holding as late as it was thrown. But them guys see more than we do. There's three of them, and well, I guess there's three of us too. But still, so that's going to make this a third down and twelve. We go from a first and ten on a huge quarterback run to a third and twelve. That's what penalties will do for you. And guys, the the ref the ref is just now making the penalty, and they've already moved the ball back. Well, they call a dead ball foul on us, so we must have had false start. If it was a false start, then the play, the play should have been blown, blown dead. dead. That yeah. was horrible officiating, but yeah, missed one right there. Yep. Third and twelve, Deloach and Richie in the backfield. BB Comer showing pressure. Here they come. Deloach has got to get rid of it. He does. He's got a man down the field, and he overshoots Case and Bryant. And Bryant had a step on number four, uh, James Carmichael, and. Wow, that that was six, and Deloach just overshot it by a couple of yards. Yeah, that was one case, and uh, definitely couldn't have got to. It was just overthrown just a little too much there, and uh, so we see um, bring up another fourth down, and we'll see what the Wolves decide to do. Obviously, I would probably think punt the ball here. Well, their 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 offense is still in the field. They're going to go for it, and and I think Coach Limbaugh just. Doesn't want to waste this drive, but fourth down and 12, I hope he's got a good play call. And I believe we'll see Deloach pooch punt this one, KJ. Comer's running the late man on, and Deloach will pooch punt, and we've got flags on the far side of the field. I think this, we're going to get hit with a false start again. I don't know. It looked like Comer had too many men on the field there, KJ. If they, so. they were running the man off late. You're right about that. We'll see what the line judge says. And if that's the case, this brings up about a fourth and nine. Yeah, offsides on Comer, so that'll move the ball up five yards. You'll be looking at having the ball about your the Comer's 43-yard line. So then that kind of makes things interesting. Do you go for it now, KJ? I think you do because you're already in plus territory, and he's running the pump field on and not don't quite understand. Well, well, well Levi Phillips started to go on the field. I think the guys up in the booth said, no, 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 Coach, we got to go for this one. I like it. Uh, well, Deloach is in punting formation now. You don't win games by not uh, taking chances, so we'll see what they do here. It will <laughs> very well be a fake. <laughs> Gus on. Deloach, it, it is a fake. He's looking to throw. There's nowhere to go. Deloach has got to do it with his legs, and he's going to be stopped a few yards short, I believe. Well, 
That was going nowhere from the start. He was rolling out to the left side, and it looked like that Comer special team secondary had that covered and sniffed out from the start. So now you'll see Comer setting up a good field position at about the Fable 45. So the first time we've seen their offense, and we're already almost five minutes through this first quarter, 7.42 to go. Comer got the ball, and uh, their offense will show what they got going on tonight. Carmichael in the backfield, joined by Chris Garrett. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. And before they can even get the playoff, we're stopping play again. Looks like it's going to be a flag on the Tigers. They wave it off. Hmm. I think they were going to get somebody for a false start or a late man in. And now... Hopefully we'll get this playoff. Carmichael with Garrett in the backfield. He'll give it to Garrett. Garrett's got room around the left. First down. Well, he's going to be stopped short of his first down. Yeah, he got stopped about two yards shy. Uh, coming up right around the 50-yard line as they busted around the left side. And that offensive line opened up a good little crease for him to run to. And I would not want to get hit by number 10, Chris Garrett. That guy is big. Yep. Second down and... Two. It's Garrett again, and we get a flag thrown Ooh, in. This I, is either going to be a face mask or a hold. I think it's going to be a face I mask. I do believe so, KJ. From this angle, it looked like somebody got him a big old handful of face masks. So we'll see. This one probably go about 15 yards and or five yards. I didn't even know that was a thing till last week. So I guess we'll see which they call here. Oh, no. Well, they're moving it back. I believe it might have been an offensive hands to the face that we've seen. Well, whoop de doo There we go, man. All right, all right, all right. I, I'm glad to see that. Wolves catch a break there. That would have been 15 yards in the other direction, and they're already down 8 to nothing. That was the last thing they needed there. Carmichael, low snap and flags again. Looks like we might have a false start. Comer backing themselves up once again. Either a false start. Delay, yeah. Yeah. Like the delay of game was signaled, but it was a false start. So this is going to back it up even further. So both teams with the penalty bug here to start this game. Absolutely, KJ. Carmichael definitely dropped the ball literally and figuratively there, and that'll set Comer up with about a second and 14. Second and 15. Can't really tell from this angle. It looks like there's more confusion up there. See if they can get this one off. Second and 15 for Comer and the Tigers. Thank it to Gary. Here comes Carmichael. Gets a block right up the gut. And that ball is almost popped free, and Carmichael's going to nearly have his first down, and I think he's got it, and if, he does. If the Wolves can uh, shut down that running game and make Carmichael throw it, I don't think that um, – Comer will run away with this game as they think that they will this evening. And if they can shut down that running game and make Carmichael throw it, the Wolves' chances of winning this game go up. Well, they haven't had to throw it yet. Carmichael will leave it with Garrett again. Garrett should have been stopped for two, and he's still going. All the way five yards past the sticks. And we're lucky we didn't get a flag thrown for a horse collar because that was a very awkward tackle. That it was, but it looked like he grabbed him by the uh, the arm uh, right there where the ball was being cradled. So we'll see. Comer, like you said, KJ, has not had to go to the air yet. There is way too much space around the left side of our defensive unit. Carmichael was a running back in the backfield. They'll leave it with Garrett again up the middle. Come on. 
And we had him for two again, and he was able to slip away again. We're going to have to make that tackle two yards instead of five and six yards down the field. Absolutely, KJ. We can't have him getting yards after contact, but a guy that size, that's where he thrives. Uh, Chris Garrett being as big as he is, that's where he thrives in getting the ball after getting some yards after contact, guy that can fall forward. So we're going to have to try to corral him all evening. Second down and about four. He'll get it with Garrett again. Room around the right. This is actually Raphael Johnson. He's got the corner. He's going to be out at the one-yard line. Wow, he, he was almost to that pylon to dive in, but just short. And I bet we'll see a handoff to Chris Garrett here. As you see the change crew running. Well, one of them's running. The other one's uh, huffing and puffing and walking. But uh, they're getting there nonetheless. Looks like they might run Chris Garrett out of the Wildcat. Nope. Looks like they're going to line up the Maryland Eye. Uh, three big running backs in the backfield. It's Garrett, and he's going to be stopped short. He doesn't get anything. He might have lost a few yards. Wow, look at the Wolves' defense there, KJ. You know, one thing we've talked about their defense is bend but don't break. You've seen that all season, and that's kept them into some gains very late. But you got to watch the pool right here because eventually Carmichael down here is going to do what he did a minute ago and run it in around the left, much like Nick Marshall used to do at Auburn. Here's a second down and one, and there it is. He's going to walk in. Yep. You know, if I can see it coming, those guys have got to diagnose that. Our, our left side of that defensive line, and our coaches are right, we're – completely moved in nowhere even near where they should have been because of that run action and that's what having a running back like Raphael Johnson does you you put all your efforts into stopping him and Chris Garrett you get wide open and this two-point conversion is going to be stopped short yep Absolutely. And, KJ, I touched on it uh, Wednesday evening on the coaches' show. I said that their special teams wasn't their specialty. Obviously, we've seen that so far tonight is they don't trust their field goal kicker to even kick an extra point um, as they're going for two each time. Jacob, we, we've seen Fedville go three and out on, on two straight drives, and we've seen Comer on their first possession make it look relatively easy after some penalties. What does Fedville need to do to generate some offense on this next drive? connect with the receivers first of all there was a couple of missed opportunities right there you know we had Zeke downfield probably could have walked it in if he would have caught that one that was overthrown and limit the penalties as well yeah that big play where we faked it and then threw it down the field and and Kaysen Kaysen just couldn't quite get under that one if we hit that we're looking at a 12 to 7 possibly 8 ball game and one thing that I will point out is, is Federal is just going to start putting their goal line defense on uh, with spy linebackers when B.B. Comer scores a touchdown because they're not going to even try to kick an extra point. Their kicking is that bad, and we've seen it through two kickoffs as well. This one, well, a little bit better, going to come down to about the 20, and we can't get on it. Zeke couldn't even grab the ball. And bobbled it about seven times before yeah, falling on it. That he did, KJ. And I think one thing the Wolves got to do right here is uh, keep that Comer defense guessing. They need to get some jet sweeps going with the with the guys like um, Luke White and Casey Bryant. Get them going around the outside. Maybe a couple trick plays. Uh, 
halfback pass, you know, some flea flickers, something to get going to make Comer uh, second-guess themselves and their formations because right now they're calling everything the Wolves are doing and they can't generate any offense. Well, eventually, if they want to go to the passing game, I'm going to tell you where their best bet is, and that's against Gavin Vick, number 15. Doesn't have the size benefactor. Zeke towers over him as it is, but eventually they're going to line Hunter Hammonds up on him. Here's a toss to Luke White, and he's going nowhere. Nowhere to go. That offensive line didn't block anybody. No, they didn't right there, KJ. You see about a three- or four-yard loss on that one, and and uh, they tried to get to the outside, like I said, but I guess I was wrong because they uh, Comer was able to sniff that out. And You know, Comer there, they got some guys that are a little faster than the Wolves, so Wolves are going to have to play strategic football if they want to win this game. Three passing attempts, uh, and one of them has been completed, but by the looks of that, we're going to have to throw the ball more than we wanted to tonight. Maybe some play action to get them suckered in. I mean, they're putting eight and nine at the line of scrimmage. And here's a drop back from Pacey. Hits Zeke. Just a little sideline route. Gets close to the first down. He's going to be about two or three yards short. Going to make it a third and manageable. Those are the type of plays that are going to be there when B.B. Comer has as many as they do on the line of scrimmage. We've got to go to that play more. That's there because number 15, Gavin Vick, as I said, is way off Zeke DeLoach. Absolutely, KJ. As you look, they picked up about nine or ten yards on that one, setting them up with about a third and two situation. And they got to get that ball throwing, throwing it downfield a little bit, get some screens going. And it looks like that's what they're going to do. Must convert here on third and two. Fake it one way, go to the other way with Cam Keaton. He breaks the tackle. He's still going all the way down to the 38-yard line. So we haven't seen Fable run the ball very much, but that time we had a little fake one way and left it with the other running back. And Keaton looked good on that one, guys. If you remember against Vincent, Keaton was uh, the Wolves' main running back, and he, he looked good in that game. That he was, KJ. You see, uh, right then they had the uh, fake out to Luke White, and then they handed it on the uh, halfback dive up the middle to Keaton. Let's see what they do here as they line up in the trio once again. Zeke DeLoach and Cadence Barrett to the left. They leave it. This time they go back to uh, Luke White, and White gets four. So now you're starting to see that running game have a little bit of effect, and this is why you want to throw it more, but you've got to still stay committed to that running game. Absolutely, KJ. But with throwing the ball comes up the uh, delayed handback, or excuse me, <laughs> running back. Uh, handoffs and so it's a half-pack draw so you know, either way you're going to open up the other uh, area of the playbook whether you're running or passing so it looks like they're having a little success getting some momentum going let's see if they can try to punch in on this one as there's two minutes left in the first quarter Comer up 14 nothing. Comer confused. Second, second down and six. Drop back to Loach. He wants to throw. Got a man down there it's white and he just overthrew it again and it, I don't know if he could have caught that anyway. That was going for out of bounds. And now it's going to bring up third down and about seven. Yeah, it looks like you know, third and medium is better than third and long. But, you know, Comer's already looking that the Wolves are probably going to have to throw the ball here. Uh, chances of getting it with a run on third and seven are unlikely unless you maybe give it on a draw. So we'll see what the Wolves decide to do here. Luke White out, and you got to wonder. Luke White missed a lot of time. You got to wonder if his spring is uh, is a little bit uh, rusty. Deloach with two backs on a third down passing play. They'll fake it. That was a busted play. They tried to fake it to one running back, and he wanted to give it to Richie, and Richie kept running, and Deloach got drilled because of it. 
Yeah, busted play there, KJ. Like they were trying to do a little Statue of Liberty action, and Comer said, we're not going to have that. That brings up fourth and 11, and you'll probably see Levi Phillips come out here um, for the punt. Well, it's fourth down and long, and Pacey's still in the game, unless he's going to punt the ball. Well, we're, we're lined up to go for it. Fourth down and long, here's the loach, and he will pooch punt it. And that's a pretty good pooch punt. Still rolling all the way down to inside the 20 at about the 18. Wow, KJ. Uh, Pacey put a good punt on that one. I guess Coach Limbaugh's justification for that is if they send on Levi Phillips, they know that they're going to have a guy deep to possibly return it. You pooch, pu pooch punt it, then you know they're not going to have a guy down there to return it. So you get maybe a 10, 15, even 20-yard gain with not having a returner back there to call for a fair catch or have a return. So we'll see what they do here is uh, Comer's up 14 to nothing, and if they score here, it's going to make it extremely difficult for the Wolves to get back into this game for about a minute and a half to go before the start of the second quarter. First and 10 for Carmichael and the Tigers. They'll leave it with Raphael Johnson around the left, breaks a couple of tackles, and gets good yardage. Yeah, it looks like you got probably enough for the first down there, KJ's there. Looks like they'll move the sticks, and the Wolves have no answer for this running attack of Comer. Raphael Johnson on two carries has went for probably close to 60. As his first carry was a toss, about 50 yards. That one is good for 11 and a first. Here's Carmichael. Give it to Johnson up the middle. Johnson breaking tackles. They can't tackle Raphael Johnson. Still dragging Wolf defenders. Another first down. And Fedville, Fedville's just going to have to avoid trying to stop the passing game. I mean, if they beat you throwing the ball, then they beat you throwing the ball, but you can't keep lining four people up at the line of scrimmage. It's obvious that we we can't we can't tackle Raphael Johnson with just four people, and Absolutely. our coach up here is right. They're trying to tackle around the chest. You've got to go low on Raphael. He's too slippery. Busted play. Carmichael is still going to scramble out. Wow, look at that. He's going to get... Yeah, he picks up probably what nine yards on that one and he can run good but that's about all he can do because i've seen him try to go deep and he's not the most accurate guy in the world well he tried to give it to his running back that time i believe it was number 10 chris garrett and garrett just ran the opposite direction and carmichael still was able to get near a first down and i think we've reached the end of the first quarter bb comer on top of this one 14 to nothing already as we will get, begin the second quarter after this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service Harvey's to you. Check Noble our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium.
Welcome back to Legion Stadium. B.B. Comer on top of things, 14 to nothing, and they've got a second and short coming up on our second quarter. Starts, and guys, through one quarter, Jacob, we've seen B.B. Comer uh, just easily run the ball on us wherever they wanted. Yeah, they've got to find an answer for Johnson and Garrett. I mean, Johnson carried the load that, you know, that last touchdown drive with Carmichael ultimately scoring the points, but you got to find the answer for this running game. you got to find it before this thing gets ugly. The rain's starting to come down a little bit harder now as it slacked off there for a little bit. They're going to play as long as we don't see thunder and lightning. Well, you can't see thunder. But just lightning. Raphael Johnson, second down and short. They'll toss it to Raphael Johnson. They've got it covered. And this time, we make a great open field tackle with Luke White. And that's the difference in a week with Luke White being back on that field. He's the captain of that secondary. And he makes a good open field tackle right there. Absolutely, KJ. And uh, he had a little bit of a blonde moment there. But, hey, you know what? That's right. Yeah. You, uh, you know, uh, the saying goes, if you can hear thunder, you can feel lightning. So <laughs> we definitely don't want any of that going on tonight, do we? No, because then we'll be in a, in a delay. And now it's third down and long. We'll see if they go to the air. They won't. They'll leave it with Johnson. And he is, I believe, the ball came out at the end of that play, and they're saying Fedville's got it. No indication. Yes, we do. Fedville recovers the fumble. That would have been a first down or fourth and short. And at the end of that play, they punch it out of Johnson's hands. That's the break you needed from your defense. Now, guys, this Wolves offense has got to do something with this. That they do, and that's a big break for the Wolves right there as Comer was driving. Uh, ground and pound game strong once again, but they caught that break with the turnover. Let's see if the Wolves can punch it in and make this game interesting again. It's, it was about 11 minutes and 13 seconds to go before halftime. Still plenty of time left in this game for the Wolves to jump out uh, to lead and uh, maybe tie things up in a couple drives. Deloach with two backs. Fake it to one, give it to the other. It's Keaton again on that play. and Not much. Someone missed a block on the right side of that offensive line as Second down and long. Guys, Raphael Johnson doesn't fumble very much. He's usually a very sure-handed guy. But we did the peanut punch right there. It's now a second down and long as Fedville really needs some offense on this drive. That they do, KJ. You, you definitely got to at least put three points up on this drive to just get some momentum built and some points on the board. Same formation, Deloach. We'll give it on the toss, and Comer's got that red. Ooh, that was close to being a face mask, but they just did get him wrapped around the neck. A loss of tackle. yardage, and now it's going to be third and long. The run-run pass trap that we so often fall into is coming true again tonight, where we run it on first, run it on second, and throw it on third and long. we got to avoid being predictable tonight. Absolutely, KJ. you got to keep the defense guessing. you got to come out sometimes pass-run. Run pass, pass, run, run. I mean, there's so many different combinations you can have, and you got to keep that defense guessing. Same formation on third and long. Here comes the blitz. Deloach needs to get rid of it. He does. He's got a man. It's Deloach, and he's tackled down right past the first down marker. And that was a beautiful throw from Deloach to Deloach. And that it was, KJ. We go back to what we said earlier in the season, and that, that said uh, brother-to-brother connection. And so, I mean, you look, those guys got a lot of chemistry. So, um, 
Good connection there as that brings up first down. Jacob, that pocket was very clean that time. Yeah, Comer came with a good rush right there. You know, Pacey had just enough time to get it off. And like I said a few minutes ago, he got it to Zeke and got a first down. First down and 10. Deloach pass is dropped by Hunter Hammonds. And Hammonds usually a pretty sure-handed guy. And that time it just squeaked right through his hand. Second down and 10. Would have been about a five-yard gain had he came up with it. Case and Bryant will check in for Luke White. Yeah, let's see what the Wolves do here. Is a uh, facing about a second and 10. And we'll, we'll see what they decide to do. Uh, maybe get some momentum building, you know, KJ got that first down. We might see him go to the air again and um, maybe target some guys that haven't got a lot of action tonight. Maybe Case and Bryant, maybe get it to Hunter Hammonds. Or, Jacob Vice. Uh, yeah. Second down and long. Deloach in trouble. Needs to get rid of it. And it's going to be – should have been intercepted. That was a not a good throw. And we caught a huge, huge break, break right there as Carmichael had it right go right through his hands, and he is upset. Third down and 10 after two incompletions. We converted our third and long last time, but this one's going to be a little tougher. That it is, KJ, in the famous uh, words of Kirk Herbstreit, that's why you see him out there playing corner and not receiver. Uh, You know, he showed why he's playing quarterback and not receiver there. That was a sure-handed interception only to be dropped. We run the man on late in Camden Keaton. Third down and 10, two receivers to each side. Deloach calls for it. And he just falls. Uh, that's where you see that turf monster get him right there. But uh, with that Astro turf, you're not looking at mud. You're not looking at a lot of a mess, but it gets slick. And I think that's what you just seen right there, KJ, was it getting slick. And at the 41, I don't. I think that's a little out of uh, Levi Phillips' range. So you might see him go for it here. Maybe yeah. a little pooch punt again. Well, if you don't pooch punt it, you're going to have to go for it. It's, it's too short for a standard punt. And... Too long to kick it for even for Levi, as we said. Oh, it's fourth and about 13. Fedville will pooch punt it. And this time, Deloach, his pooch punt isn't as good, but it does take a Fedville roll at the end. It's been all punts for Fedville so far on offense as our another drive comes and goes. B.B. Comer will take over first down when we come back to Fedville football after this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Welcome back to Legion Stadium as BB Comer on first down has a good run and gets all the way to the 25-yard line. And BB Comer. First down, easily moves the chains. Absolutely, KJ. See a little uh, run by a guy that hadn't got much action yet tonight, but I'm sure that'll change. And that's number four, James Carmichael, with about an eight-and-a-half-yard run. We'll call it nine. And uh, for the Wolves here, you got to get a stop on defense, get something generating because you can't give up another score. Carmichael, give it to Garrett. This time, Garrett is drilled. He missed. He made one man miss. And then Jacob Weiss was there to clean him up. Oh, what a stop from Jacob. And that was uh, that went for a loss of about two. So now it's going to bring up third down and three. 
that it did, KJ. And, I mean, he just got absolutely slammed by Jacob Vice right there. Nowhere for him to go. And, like you said, third and three. Let's see the Wolves get him a stop here. Third down and short. Carmichael will fake it and run it. He's in trouble. And Dakota Ogle comes in to finish him off. Wow, he got plastered on that one. And uh, he took about a seven or eight yard loss on that one and like I said before we started the game KJ he's a guy that doesn't like to get rid of the ball often he'll, he'll run around and I think that was a design run but uh, sometimes you just got to give up on the play and go down because when you start running around like that you risk fumble no doubt so uh, we'll, we'll see what they're going to do here as they line up in the punt formation, it looks like big boy Chris Garrett's back there, and uh, there's a false start. It's going to back him up about five yards. And, um, or never mind, excuse me, that was number 51, Eddie East, back there of the punt team. First time we've seen Commerce punt team this evening. And uh, they'll likely stay on the field as there was a penalty that, that cost them five yards on the false start. So now. Uh, he used to be punting from his own end zone, so let's see what he does here. Is there's uh, 640 and ticking left to go until the half. Wolves trailing 14, nothing but about to get the ball back. Here is Comer to punt, and that was almost blocked. This punt is actually fairly decent, and it's going to take a Comer roll and, and go to near midfield. So could have been disastrous for B.B. Comer right there, but it worked out okay. And Fedville will still start with excellent field position. Um, on their next drive and you know you caught breaks from your defense you've gotten a fumble you've gotten a stop you've you've made them punt all night long jacob but all night long we have not been able to do anything on offense something's got to change right here yeah the defense did their part on that drive by comer and now the offense needs to step up you know make plays somebody needs to step up on this drive and let's get this ball downfield and score Keep in mind that B.B. Comer will get the ball to start the second half as we're in the second quarter and we've got 6.28 to go and this game has went by pretty fast. Deloach with two running backs. We'll leave it with one of them. That's Cam Nakeen. Breaks the tackle. Wide open field. He gets the ball from his receiver, breaking another tackle all the way down inside the 25 to the 24. And it looks like that they got hold of a little bit of face mask on the tackle. Uh, number nine there, Cordes Harris, looked like he might have got a little bit of face mask, but uh, it was too subtle for the refs to see it. And um, good no call there, but couldn't really tell for sure. But that will set them up first and ten from the 20. Let's see what they can do here, KJ. Two of the three times that Camden Keaton has touched the ball, it has worked very good. They give him a breather here, Luke White and Richie in the backfield. This time it's White. White with a good gain, and then look at Fedville push the pile. Get an extra few yards, going to make it second down and close to medium. We'll see how much they give him. It'll be second down in about five. So Fedville, two runs has been pretty good so far. That it has, KJ. And let's see if they might try to change things up and go to the air. Uh, here, they, again, only down 14 to nothing. You score here, you're only down one one possession. And, and so far, the Wolves have caught a couple breaks because this game could easily be 28 to nothing right now. It very could, but the defense has stepped up on the last two drives. Let's see if we can help them out. The Loach will leave it this time with their man through. I believe that was Camden Keaton, and someone missed a block, and Camden couldn't make 
that man missed. So now it's going to be third down and about six or seven. So inside this area of the field, this is well within Levi's range, but if we get five or six of this, I don't know that Coach Limbaugh doesn't decide to go for it. Even though I would take three, this has been your best drive of the night. you got to have points right here. Absolutely, KJ. And uh, So we'll see what John Limbaugh dials up. And I think, you know, with it being a third and, and uh, low to medium, I think you got two plays to get this. Deloach will leave it with White around the left and nowhere to go for Luke White. I mean, he does good to get back to the line of scrimmage. Comer seen it coming once again. See if they oh, and they will send Levi Phillips on the field and um, get him a kick in there. And I, I have confidence in Levi Phillips. Let me tell you, there has not been a team Federal has played this year that they haven't had the advantage on their uh, special team side of the ball. That rang true once again tonight. As as we've seen, Comer's special teams is not their specialty, but their punter Eddie East can uh, knock the ball pretty deep. So uh, definitely give him credit for that. See if he can boot it through. Oh, it's a horrible snap. They will try to fake it. Wow. And that was a designed pass is what it looks like from the kicker. And he had Zeke DeLoach wide open, but he could not get it there. And had he got it there, that would have probably been six points. Well, they missed six points, but I, I, I'm sorry. I, I like the aggressiveness. I like the, I like the design of that play, but... I just don't know that that, that that drive was the correct time for that. I, I feel like we should have gotten points right there. Absolutely, KJ. And, you know, when you have a guy that's as good as Levi Phillips and you don't use him and utilize him, the confidence starts to go down. Another drive, no points, as Comer will leave it in the belly of Garrett, and Garrett gets good yardage. Who was that, though? Well, they have a – no, it was Garrett again. Thought they had a new running back in. They have four or five that'll carry the ball. Yeah, we're four minutes and ticking. Comer got the ball up to him, 14 to nothing, and get the ball after the half. So they're sitting good, KJ. Leave it with Garrett again. Nowhere to go for Garrett, and he stacked up. So after Garrett on the first drive looked very good for Comer, the defense for Federal's kind of responded, Jacob. Yeah, defense is starting to step up here in the second quarter. You know, they need to keep doing what they're doing. They're frustrating Garrett and it's starting to tell as they pull him off to the side. So this is going to bring up about third down and five for the Tigers and we'll see if Fedville can get make it three straight stops. Johnson will leave it or he'll leave it with Johnson and look at all those broken tackles. Oh That's that one's in the coming back. back. Coming back. But even before that, we missed four tackles. He should have been tackled for a loss. But we're going to get a huge break with an obvious blatant block in the back. If this is anything else, uh, I'd be very shocked. Yeah. Pull a Kenny Smith and just walk out if this is not a a, uh, a block in the back because that was a sure fire block in the back. Pull Avante Davis and retire at halftime. Yeah, that guy, he just got frustrated with his team sucking so bad. I mean, you got to feel for the guy. Devontae Davis was a pretty good corner, and he said he wasn't coming back, and he never did. So, I mean, you got to admire the aggressiveness and the courage it took to do that. <laughs> and he even typed out a formal message. It wasn't just like, I'm done. He said, I announced my retirement. And I was like, wow, okay. So and now it's going to be third down and long <laughs> for Comer, and this is where if you're Fedville, you cannot let him off the hook. Carmichael 
Wants to throw, rolling out. In trouble. Still in trouble, and he's going to be sacked. A host of Wolves is going to get him down. The first man to hit him was Blake Ritchie, one of the captains for tonight. And then Brady Ritchie looked like he got in there and cleaned things up. And KJ, like I said, and we talked about uh, Carmichael likes to hold on to that ball for too long. And uh, instead of getting thrown it away, he takes a sack there. And uh, East, once again, will be punting from his own end zone. Wolves probably going to get good field position. And, uh... They got him to get something to go in here with 240 going ticking down 14 yeah. nothing. Huge drive right here. If you're able to punch it in for seven and don't give Comer the ball back, you go to halftime with a seven point deficit and they'll take that. Here's the punt and it was nearly blocked again. Zeke Deloach will call for the fair catch and he'll have it. So this is a huge, important drive for Fedville to try to get back even more so into this game. Defense once again does its job. We'll be back with Fedville football after this. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Baden Toyota. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. First and 10, Deloach quarterback run all the way. Stays behind his blocker, gets that block, breaks a tackle, and gets out of bounds after a modest six or seven. It's going to bring up a second down and short. Good first play for the Wolves. Absolutely, KJ. I like the design quarterback sweep there. And uh, no faking, waiting for time or things to set up. You know, that's a quick uh, bang, bang play as they look like they got about six and a half, seven yards on that one. And, you know, you're about two minutes to go and ticking down 14 nothing. you got to get some points here, even if it's just three, to get you some momentum building to going into the second half. For sure. And we have two timeouts to try to make that happen. Deloach draw. Richie breaks a tackle, breaks another. Going to be close to a first down. I think he's going to have it. Yeah, it looks like he just got about maybe three-quarters to a yard uh, past that line of scrimmage and, and if he could have got one more block he might have went for, he might have went the distance yeah kj looks like both defenses are actually excuse me looks like comer's defense starting to tire out but uh the wolves defense was standing strong as you've seen in the last three drives three comer's come up stops. with nothing yeah first and ten for deloach now we'll throw it deloach pumps looks to the sideline pass caught by zeke deloach trying to make a man miss can't do it, but it's still a first down, and I believe he gets out of bounds. And he was taken down by number 55, Drew Hallman, and Hallman might have saved the touchdown there as he barely was able to hold on yeah. to him. And If Zeke was able to get away from that, he would have ran the distance. Zeke is a fast little sucker, but you know what? He's got more muscle than what most people realize. He kind of reminds me of a guy the Wolves had played for him a few years ago and uh, by the name of Deuce McCurley. He was a little slippery fellow, just like uh, Zeke is, and you see, Coach Limbaugh likes to utilize those guys a lot as you look at the way he used Deuce as well as how he uses uh, Zeke now. Yeah, Deuce was unable to play his, uh, his senior year for the majority, but he got this Comer game, and when he got his chance, he laid some hits on some people. He, he, he had that full season to think about what he was going to do, and 
I'll tell you, he was aggressive. And we have a timeout on the field, and we'll keep it here as Fed will, uh, will come up with a they, – they're going to say Zeke DeLoach stepped out of bounds short of his first down marker, guys. It's snowing uh, second down and short. I don't know about that. That's a, I don't know about that one, but I guess KJ with being second and short, you take a shot at the end zone right here. You only got about a half a yard to make for the first down. Maybe uh, roll the dice here. Maybe go for the end zone. One minute and 35 seconds to go. You know, Calmer gets the ball back after the half, so the Wolves don't get something going here. They might come out and uh, make things 21 to nothing. And 21 nothing in the third quarter is uh is difficult to come back from, especially in high school ball. Well, it's kind of been role reversal this year. Last year, Fedville was able to get out to the fast start, and Comer stormed back. But now, Fedville's defense has kind of shed some light into this offense, and we've had several good plays on this drive. Uh, the, mo- the most important thing, though, is that you just need points. You've got to tell Pacey right now, look, don't force anything. If it's not there, just throw it away and don't take a sack. Because, as you said, three points is imperative right here. That it is, KJ. Second down and short, DeLoach lined up with Richie. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. That's Zeke DeLoach. Quarterback draw again. Homer had it sniffed out better, but DeLoach gets a block and then gets out of bounds. And he's taken down by number 65, Zachariah Carpenter. And uh, not before he got that first down, down about the, what, about 16, 17-yard line. And, Fresh set of downs inside the 20, a minute and 20 and ticking. And the Wolves uh, got some momentum starting to sw- shift their way. And uh, they definitely want to get points for the half just as we touched on a second ago. Wolves will bring a man behind Deloach. That's Richie. Now they swap it three to the left and one to the right. That's Deloach to the right. Pacey will run it again. He's got some room. He's got the edge. And he is shoved out of bounds past the stick. So Pacey. Doing a good job with his legs right now, but the clock is still the clock is still running. His knee went down before he went out of bounds. It's what the refs are saying, but I don't know that they're right. Yeah, bad call, but mostly good officiating. Other than those two horrible calls we've seen this evening, so these guys are uh, doing a pretty good job. And uh, Limbaugh burns a timeout with 45 seconds to go. And KJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but that'll leave him with one left. I believe you're right. And one timeout to go. You got it. And they're they're going to once again say second down. I, I I don't know what's going on with the, with the spots and this out of bounds thing, but th- then they said that he wasn't out of bounds. Pacey was clearly out of bounds, and, and they mark him in bounds, and in turn that shaves six seconds off the clock and forces us to use our second timeout. So. Bad break there for the Wolves, but they're going to have it second down in about three or four from just outside the 10. You know, KJ, usually with this game, the stadium is packed, but not sure if because it's a rain night or due to the COVID hoax on the restrictions, but you don't see near as many people over there on that calmer side as you normally do for this game. 45 seconds to go, a huge drive for the Wolves to try to score before the half. Deloach and Richie in the backfield. Barrett 
Lined up to the left, and they get Comer offsides. There's a free 5 for us. That'll move the chains. Without us, he went having to shave time off. Yeah, KJ, you might have lost six seconds, but you gained five yards, so that's got to count for something. And uh, so, man, that'll be, set them up with a first and goal from the eight, and that's the first time we've said first and goal for the Wolves all night. So you're thinking, you know, if you're Coach John Limbaugh in this Wolves offense, you're hungry and you want six here. Oh, that's for sure. Hunter Hammonds and Camden Keaton to the left. Deloach and Richie in the backfield with Luke White and Zeke Deloach lined up to the right. Deloach looks to the left. He's got a man on a curl, and it's caught, and then he's drugged down inside the five, and he's going to be marked at about the four. He got 34 seconds. And they're going to have to spike this with 28 seconds. They need to just run a play. They don't need to spike this ball. Deloach will spike it. They're saying his knee was down before he spiked it, KJ. So this clock's running. And Limbaugh's going to have to burn that final timeout. 14 seconds left. And I, as much as I hate to admit it, I think they got that call right, KJ. Well, they get that one right. But that's going to give us a loss of yardage and force us to call our final timeout. So now if you're Fedville, you got to throw, you got to throw it. And... You can't throw it anywhere in the field of play because if you're tackled in the field of play, you're going to have it run out. And now that it's third down, you can't come up short of the end zone and spike it. So this either goes to the end zone or, or you get out of bounds or it doesn't. They were at die time right here, KJ. And I think if you have incompletion, you send Levi Phillips out to actually kick the field goal this time because yeah, you've got to kick it if you don't get it. I mean, you think if you had three points last drive and got another three this time, you're looking at a one possession ball game versus. 14 to 6 and 14 to 3 is a huge difference in that scoring column. That rain is starting to pick up out there. And I know Coach Limbaugh's got something up that sleeve, the mad visor, as I like to call him. Uh, he'll definitely pull something out of that sleeve right here, and we'll see what he's going to do. Well, they mark it back to the 10. So we've got 10 yards to go on third and goal. We can't make a first down, so this either scores six or it doesn't. But, Unless there's a penalty. I but, forgot about that. Yeah, but but you got to know if you're Deloach, if there's nothing there, you've got to throw it away. You cannot cannot take a sack because then it's just going to go to halftime. You can't spike it, and you have no timeouts. Got to be careful here. Comer shows like they want to blitz. Here's a third and goal from the 10, and play stops. It's like it might have been a false start. And Fedville, if that's the case, is shooting themselves in the foot. And it is. Uh, Guys, we, we may as well just send the, the field goal unit on right now. Uh, I mean, now you have it third and goal from the 15. So now you've basically just got to throw it into the end zone. Yeah, you were right about that, KJ. That that took out everything of what the possibilities were. You, now you Now it's either one shot to the end zone or a field goal. Deloach will take that shot to the end zone, hit as he throws it, and it's going to be intercepted. Running back the other way is the man for Comer. They get him down at about the 45-yard line. He was hit as he threw it. That ball was not fielded very cleanly. cleanly. We've got flags everywhere. Every official threw their flag. There's four of them laying on the field. And if this happens to be on Comer, the Wolves will decline it and uh, go to half. Go to the half and. KJ, you just said it, shooting themselves in the foot, undisciplined play. 
has got this game 14 nothing instead of 14 to 10. And I know he was hit as he threw it, but if you feel that pressure as as a quarterback, you have got to get that ball out of bounds. Absolutely. Now instead of having anything on the board, you're going to go down the half 14 to zero, possibly more, barring what this is for Comer. This is a Long talking from the officials, as it is on Comer, and Fedville will decline it and go to the half. A horrible ending to a promising second quarter for the Wolves. 14 to nothing is the halftime score. B.B. Comer on top. We'll take a break and be back with a halftime show after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Silicaga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Central Alabama Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at CACC.edu. The credit union mission, People Helping People, has never been more important than now. We understand that the COVID-19 pandemic may cause financial hardship. As your trusted financial partner, Cousa Pines Federal Credit Union is here for you. Call 800-237-9789 or email us at cpfcu at cousapinesfcu.org. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Cousa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at CusaPinesFCU.org or call the Cusa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Cusa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Ponds behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Poland is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble. 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. 
Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Aniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Have you started prep started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech. Located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack. Located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sylacauga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. <laughs> As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week. Fable Sports Network presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net halftime show. Jacob, I was able to spit all that out without trying to, uh, without sounding like a, a lion dog faced pony soldier. So uh, I was able to get that out. And, you know, 
Not where you want to be if you're the wool if you're the wolves, but you've also been in worse situations this season, down fourteen to nothing. I think the worst thing about it, first half, is the first quarter they look horrendous. Second quarter comes around, they get onto the other side of the fifty, they get some scoring opportunities. Uh game should be fourteen to ten or fourteen to six. Instead it's fourteen to nothing. Jacob, tell me what the wolves are doing wrong and what are they gonna have to do to get back into this ball game. Well, first of all, I'm gonna do you one better. Right now the score should be seven to nothing. You know, we had that special teams miscue on our first uh, yeah. drive, and they picked yeah. it up and scored it. I mean, if we don't have that, we have a seven to nothing football game. Yeah, or even a, even a lead, even a lead. Yeah, I mean, and we get down here with opportunities to get points. You know, Limbaugh decided to go for it instead of kicking the field goal with the kicker that you have. We should have took the points. Absolutely, KJ. Uh, excuse me, Jacob. Sorry, I'm just saying KJ's name, but um. You know, when you have a guy as good as Levi Phillips, you should be utilizing him and um, building his confidence. But they don't like to send him out to kick that much, and eventually that starts to wear on a player's psyche. You know, you you, you don't send him out there to kick him. You're not sending him out on the punt teams. Eventually that gets into their head, and then he's not going to be a great kicker like he is right now. And I feel like they haven't utilized him enough up to this point in the season. Uh, but Comer has not played well at all. Fevel has had opportunities didn't convert them other than Comer's one good drive. J- Jacob, uh, the Wolves and Comer have been even, but you see a 14-0 score, and this is what gets the Wolves and has played the Wolves for as long as I can remember. Ever since in 2016, I believe it was, uh, when they went, or excuse me, 2015, uh, when they went to the playoffs, every year after that is something that's played this Wolves team, not um, executing on drives, not converting our opportunities, and undisciplined play. We see it time and time again. Yeah, I'm looking at my stat sheet right now, and, I mean, this game, for the most part, has been pretty even so far. You know, Comer has more yards than us. They have 108 to R90, but they haven't thrown a pass yet. And, I mean, for as far as I'm concerned, let them keep doing it. Tire them running backs out, get them tired late in the game, and – I haven't seen our defense get tired to a whole towards the end of a game yet, and that could be key. Absolutely, I, I totally agree with that, Jacob. Our defense has stayed strong, other than like we said, that one drive that they didn't look good where Comer put those eight points up, um, or six points rather. Excuse me. You know the Wolves had played great on defense. Same story, season after season. Great defense. Offense can't execute the opportunities. And uh, the play call is going okay for the most part after those first two drives that stalled. And um, Wolves had had opportunities, and they haven't converted. In case, um, and, Jacob, they got to do something about that. Yeah, that second quarter we saw a, a more balanced attack. Pacey kind of settled in. The receivers kind of settled in, you know, catching balls that they should have caught in the first quarter. They made those adjustments. They need to make more adjustments in the half to get us back into this football game and perhaps take a lead in the third, fourth quarter. Absolutely, Jacob. What has Comer got to do to keep building on their success and make sure that the Wolves don't pick up a lead in the second half? Well, right now, I mean, as far as what they're doing right now, they're running the ball. and Our defense needs to quit, you know, not focus as much on the run, you know, because Comer could throw anything at you. They could throw a pass at you any minute, and I believe that's what Comer's trying to set up for. We just got to look out for it. Absolutely. What is something that um, – what's the one key to the game that you think Fable has to do in order to win one thing? 
complete passes. Absolutely. Move the ball forward. I agree with that. And what do you think Comer has to do? Limit their penalties. Yeah, they have had quite a few penalties. Uh, that turnover got them as well. And then the Wolves technically have two turnovers, but really it's only one because that one at the half didn't. Um, I mean, Comer didn't get points off of it. Nonetheless, they lost some points, though. And, you know, Comer gets the ball and they come out after the half. So Wolves are going to have to stand tall on defense and then once again drive down the field being down. And um, offense has had the ball two times inside of the 20-yard line or 15-yard line. And uh, they've not converted. Well, as we get, you know, we got about nine minutes to go before the second half. Just talk about John Limbaugh down there being the mad advisor. You got a kicker like Levi Phillips. Absolutely. Do we try to pull a, a New Orleans Saints and kick an onside kick after halftime? I think you just got to be in the bag of tricks. You don't win games by being conservative. You can't do it. Somebody tried telling Gus Miles on that because he's trash. But, uh, I mean, you're exactly right, and I think we should try to pull a Saints and a Nick Saban. As much as I cannot stand Nick Saban, that won him the game against Clemson that time. So I think you got to do it. you got to roll the dice uh, when you come out after the half. But as you uh, mentioned, Jacob, uh, just over nine minutes to go and ticking before the half. We're going to take a uh, get a word from our sponsors right quick, and you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. Halftime show will be back momentarily. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack. Located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. 
Welcome back to Legion Stadium. B.B. Comer on top of things, 14 to nothing over our Wolves at the half as rain starting to come down a little bit harder. Not, not too bad, but um, we are expecting a, a, a rather big wave between 9:30 and 10 uh, as the night progresses. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be okay to continue playing. Uh, K.J. McCurley back with you, Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett doing our last segment and and guys uh, we we talked about how the first half went let's talk about how the second half needs to go offensively Blake what do you think Fayetteville needs to do they got to execute and they got to convert they cannot get down inside the 15 yard line and come away with no points they got to do it got to convert don't matter how good you look if you can't turn drives into points it's a lost cause Jacob what does the offense need to do we got like Blake said we need to get on the board our first possession of the second half and I saw some you know some trending upward as far as you know the passing game the running game we I think they figured out that Comer defense a little bit and it started to show towards the end of the second half of the first half sorry and we need to build on that in the second half and guys uh let, let's talk for a minute about the next level this weekend uh lots of college games uh going on as a uh, uh, last week, Auburn took it on the chin, as did a few other teams. But, Jacob, uh, you you got the slate of games pulled up. Uh, let's run through each real quick. All right. Alabama plays the Ole Miss Rebel Land Shark Black Bears this weekend. and Lane Kiffin doesn't stand a chance. He will not be the first coach, a, a Saban disciple, to win against Nick Saban. Uh, I have to say I agree, but Ole Miss keeps it close. They got a good offense. Bama's defense is trash. Ole Miss's defense is trash. You'll see Alabama win that, 52 to 38. Now I'm going high scoring as well, but I'm going to go even more high scoring. Ole Miss secondary is is just not good. I'm going to say Alabama hangs 60 this weekend. I'm going 63 to 42, Alabama over Ole Miss. Uh, what's next, Jacob? Auburn has the Hogs of Arkansas at home tomorrow. Auburn wins that one. Last week was a, a hard pill to swallow going down to a rival early in the year. I think they worked hard at practice this year. They're going to right the ship this weekend and beat Arkansas. Gus loses his job this weekend in a seven-point loss to Arkansas. Wow, Blake is betting against our Tigers. Man, I'm, 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 I can't say I'm not a little disappointed, but – I don't fully blame you after the offensive display that I seen last week at Georgia. I, I think Arkansas. A lot of Auburn fans are saying uh, bounce back week. We're gonna we're gonna roll. I think Arkansas actually keeps it close till the fourth quarter and Auburn pulls away. I'm going 35 to 21. All right, next game is my trap game for the weekend, Georgia. At ten, uh, Georgia hosting Tennessee this week. I told y'all all year I'm high on Tennessee this year. They haven't lost a game, I believe, since this, since they played Alabama last year. And even in the second half of that game, they started trending up. Tennessee could very well upset Georgia tomorrow. Uh, I think Tennessee wins it on a missed extra point by Georgia. They win it by one point. Wow, I'm going. I'm going Georgia, but I think it's going to take overtime to get it done. I think Tennessee hangs in. Uh, Georgia just makes one too many plays in the end, uh, winning uh, 42 to uh, 35 in overtime. All right, Kentucky plays Mississippi State tomorrow night. This is this is going to be a good game. Both teams, you know, one and one on the year. 
I think Kentucky could beat them at home. Yeah, I, I think the only, uh, it's a must-win game for both teams. I think Mike Leach's Bulldogs get it done because Mike Leach is the GOAT. So I think they get it done in a close one. The I'm going to go with Mississippi State as well. I feel like uh, last week has them more angry. Kentucky been in every game so far. Kentucky's offense will hang in there. Don't have the defense. Mississippi State in the close one. Um, I think I missed one. Did I say Florida and Texas A&M? No, you did not, and that was my super dog this week. I like Tennessee against Georgia, but I, I think the Gators at number three are going to go down at Kyle Field tomorrow evening. I just feel like uh, Florida's secondary is is going to be picked apart. A&M got embarrassed last week against Alabama. Uh, Mond is a much better improved quarterback than he shows, and I think A&M wins 49-42. Gators by nine. LSU plays Missouri tomorrow. Missouri doesn't stand a chance. Uh, I will promise you on everything that I bet that the Tigers will win. Well, Blake, they're both Tigers. Exactly. All right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Missouri keeps it close until the fourth quarter, but LSU pulls away. Carolina at Vanderbilt. Derek Mason needs to get out of Nashville quick, fast, in a hurry. That program is going to be in worse shape than what it is already. Carolina wins tomorrow big. And not so fast. I think Vandy goes in there. And uh, it, where is it at? Is it? It is in Nashville. I think that the uh, Commodores go in there and they steal more of South Carolina. Will Muschamp's hot seat gets even hotter. I, I'm going to go with Blake. I, I have South Carolina going down again. South Carolina has not looked good through a few games on the offensive side of the ball. Muschamp has continued to prove his inability to recruit offensive talent. Vanderbilt place with a chip on their shoulder and they get it done 21 to 14 in a defensive game absolutely kj and another one i'm gonna go out on a limb oklahoma's lost twice texas lost once oklahoma state wins out runs the table makes the cfp playoff or cfb playoffs this is their year. This is Mike Gundy and the Mullet's year. Fans, I, I don't know how many times Blake Beckley was at my house last week watching Auburn and said Oklahoma State was going to win the Big 12. I don't know if he's right, but I do know Oklahoma has not looked good. Back-to-back losses for the first time in, what is it, 15 years? Yeah. Wow. So that that's the slate of games in the SEC this weekend. And, uh like I said, I, I think A and M is going to upset Florida tomorrow. I, I just feel it coming. I feel like it's going to be Florida's only loss until postseason. I, I think they're going to lose one that they shouldn't. Florida usually does. That they do. That they do. They just haven't got. They don't got that guy at quarterback. They've had good teams, solid teams ever since Tebow left. They just don't ever have that guy at quarterback. They finally got Trask. I think they win the game. Well, Fedville needs to get back into the swing of things on offense if they want to win this game. Uh, second half kickoff is uh, close to uh, being underway as uh, the Wolves are standing in their huddle talking to special teams coordinator uh, Matt Moore. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, we, we haven't talked a lot about this coaching staff. We know Coach Limbaugh, how wonderful of a, of a guy he is. Let's go through his assistance. I if you can't like Coach Mark Reed, a defensive coordinator, I just really, really feel for you. Coach Coach Reed is an exceptional person, uh, as well as um, Coach John Thad Rogers. He's been a great addition to this coaching staff, and 
Uh, Matt Moore has worked wonders uh, for this school. He actually had the JV basketball team last year, Blake, and, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but JV basketball had the best record that any basketball team has had at Fedville in the last 12 years last year under Matt Moore. They only lost four games. Wow. Uh, that is crazy good record. He, he has done wonders for basketball and football. Uh, one thing you can't say is that uh, these kids are not loved by these coaches year in and year out. And Absolutely. I know Absolutely. I know. at the half they give a little bit of tough love after uh, what we've seen two times getting inside the 10-yard uh, line and both times coming away with none, similar to what Auburn did last week. And Federal's got to be better than that. Well, I, I really feel like we should have kicked that field goal. But you know what, guys? The play was there. Levi Phillips just isn't your quarterback, and he just didn't make that throw. Absolutely. What they should have done was let uh, Levi Phillips and, and Pacey Loach change jerseys there uh, real quick and ran Pacey on the field. Well, I don't know if that would have worked. but I don't know if that's illegal, but hey. It's a good idea. It ain't illegal till you get caught. No, scratch that, kids. I'm just kidding. Fedville with a good kick. It's going to roll out of bounds, though, inside the, inside the 20 at about the 15. Uh, they'll move this past 40. This looks like this will be Comer's best starting field position all evening. And with a lead, if you get a score here, you're really kind of putting things out of reach if uh, you're Comer. Uh, if you're the Wolves, you definitely got to get a stop here. Can't let them get uh, three, which probably isn't on the table with what they, we've seen out of their kickers. So um, coming back, you'll probably see them go for it if they do get in that situation, but the Wolves have to get a stop. Well, I'm not sure what happened, but it looks like we're re-kicking the ball. And they moved us They moved us back, didn't they? I bet it, probably an offsides on the kickoff, if I had to guess, KJ. Well, the kickoff also went out of bounds, but instead of the taking the field position, I, I guess they wanted to have us re-kick it. Well, who knows? Here's Phillips' second try. It's a squib kick, going to be fielded by... Carmichael cleanly, and Carmichael makes a few men miss, tries to squirt through the hole, and he gets up close to midfield at about the 45-yard line, and that is where B.B. Comer will start their first possession of the second half. So ultimately, uh, right where it would have been had they had they got the, um, the free kick out of bounds penalty, and uh, that's where Comer will start. Yeah, K.J., and, and like I just touched on a moment ago, this Wolves defense has, has to stay strong here and not give up any points or else this game might get uh, out of reach for them. Three straight stops to end the half. We'll see if they can make it four. Here's Garrett up the middle, and Garrett with a good gain, much like we've seen early in the first quarter, gets about eight or nine. Yeah, good running by Garrett, but it kind of stalled and looked like Comer got away from running with him, uh, maybe give him a few breathers, but... Uh, it's looking like he was looking uh, in the first quarter, and the Wolves definitely don't want that. Well, through one play, Comer is already staring at a second and short. Carmichael with Garrett in the backfield. He'll pull it down this time and run it up the middle. We miss a tackle. Got to do better than that. Carmichael still dancing into the secondary and still driving. And with a late flag comes in, we're probably going to get a face mask. Yep. And Probably Carmichael so. took it close to the 30-yard line. And Dakota Ogle didn't start that drive, and I really don't know what the purpose of that was. 
Yeah, uh, Carmichael definitely reminds me of a, of a Jeremy Johnson. He can run the ball very well. Uh, you know, I played at Auburn, run the ball very well, very good runner, can make guys miss. But uh, we haven't seen him pass tonight, and they want to. They want him to run because when teams have forced him to pass, it hasn't been great. And I think that's what you saw against Lynette when they played. Face mask is the call, and nightmare first defensive possession for the Wolves has Comer already first and goal. And Carmichael lost the ball, picks it up, and he's going to run with this, and he's going to get to the end zone. How, how does that and happen? And this one will be coming back as there was a block in the back. Uh, I can't tell who it was, but uh, all the laid, way All the way down here, that block didn't even need to be made. No, that block was very unnecessary. Not sure the guy who made that, but it was on uh, number 11 for the Wolves, and I believe, is that Hunter Hammonds? Hunter Hammonds, yeah. yeah. So uh, very uh, – Big break there for the Wolves and costly mistake by the Tigers as that one did not have to be made. But still, if you're Fedville, you cannot let Carmichael fumble a snap and run 20 yards. No. There, there's no reason for that. You cannot allow those things to happen, KJ. You were absolutely right about that. And Wolves catch yet again another break as uh, instead of 20 to nothing for two-point conversion. You're looking at a uh, first and ten from the 15. First and ten from the 15. And we stop the play again. A false start or a timeout. Officials gather there at the 20. Pointing fingers at the sticks. And uh, it was the guys that, with the line of scrimmage. Wasn't doing their job. Chris O'Barr needed to be where he was at, and he was not uh, out of place there like the guys who were at the line of scrimmage. So now we'll play since we got the change right. So first down and still going to be 10, I, I do believe. Uh, Carmichael and big man Chris Garrett in the backfield for the Tigers. They've got two receivers to each side. Quarterback run all the way. Carmichael around the left. Ran out of bounds after, I don't know, about three or four. Better pursuit that time from the Wolves' interior. Absolutely, KJ. We didn't let him uh, break loose and get around that left uh, side of the field over there. And So uh, if you're the Wolves, you're looking at this as a win. You kept six points off the board. and th KJ, they gave him nine yards on that. Hey, that's, that's hideous. I'm just going to say that. Carmichael and Garrett in the backfield. Give it to Garrett this time. Stumbles, now runs forward, and before he is thrown back by the Wolves' defense. He will have enough for a first down. I do believe Blake is right, and he does. Uh, if you got to dig in, if you're Fedville, you can't really afford. You know Comer is going to go for this if, if they can't get it in the end zone through three plays because their field goal, They if they can kick an extra point, they – Sure, don't have the confidence to kick a field goal. Absolutely. Here's Carmichael. Give it to Garrett, and he, oh, man, he God, got thrown man. back after about two. Luke White along with Jacob Weiss combined on that stop. Jacob has played pretty angry tonight. That he has, and I don't blame him. I don't like these guys just as much as he doesn't. You know, like we said, developing that respectful hate for one another when it comes to the rivalry games. But, KJ, this is actually the first time Comer's been set up with a goal-to-go situation. You know, both of their scores coming on that – uh, blocked punt and that long run. Excuse me, that was not a touchdown run. This is their second time. Carmichael tries the quarterback draw. He stopped short of the goal line. Going to bring up third and 
goal from about the two. Well, we, we had him hemmed in about two yards back, and he slipped through for an extra two yards. So now you got to stop him two more times because you know they're going for it if they don't get this play. Absolutely, KJ. You know they're not going to throw the ball probably, and they're also not going to kick the field goal. So you got to play run right here. There's nine minutes to go uh, here in the third quarter, and the Tigers are knocking on the door. Carmichael under center. He lost the ball. And I don't think he got in. Oh, he did get in. Touchdown. He lost the football. He kicked it in, and somebody recovered it in the end zone. Well. I I don't know. I I don't know how they can so quickly signal touchdown. I mean, the the ball wasn't even in the quarterback's hands. Maybe uh, that second push he was able to get in and – I'm not sure those guys can see it a little bit better than we can, so I'll go with their saying. They'll go for two, and Carmichael will roll out. Got a man wide open for the two-point conversion. Yeah, he hit number 23, uh, Kamora Harris, and uh, Harris has had a uh, pretty good game this evening. Had that two-point conversion right there. He's laid a couple good licks on the defensive side. And also had that punt return, uh, block punt return for touchdown earlier. So he's been having a good game this evening. Well, timeout as we will uh, kick it off with Comer. They have increased their lead to 22 to nothing. Must score drive coming up for the Wolves. You're listening to Fickle Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. We come back to action as Comer kicks it away, and it's fair caught by Zeke Deloach near the 30, and that's where the Wolves will start this must-drive, guys. And Really, if you if you get in the end zone, you almost have to go for two. Well, you don't have to, but it would make it a 14-point game. As really, the Wolves showed some promise a couple of drives, and I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't know that that was a touchdown. Carmichael literally dropped the ball in the backfield, and it scooted forward. And there was about 10 bodies laying on it, or laying in that area. I don't know how they could just so easily signal touchdown without even talking about it. But here we go. It's 22 nothing. Fedville's first drive. Their first play is a run, and it goes for about two. Yeah. That. KJ, you know, uh, Wolves definitely going to have to get something going offensively. If I'm the Wolves here, you really don't have anything to lose at this point. Down three scores with – uh, eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Just air it out, man. See if you can get something churning. You know, th- this game could easily be a one-score game right now. But uh, Wolves' uh, story that it always is, uh, can't capitalize on the opportunities they're given. So let's see what they do here, KJ. Second down and long for Deloach and the Wolves' offense. Quick screen out to Cadence Barrett. Tries to make a man miss. 
He does momentarily before he's tackled down by three or four Comer Tigers. He'll get about three, and it'll bring it to third down and about six. Yeah, uh, KJ, you got to start thinking. If you don't get it here, you got to go for it. Yeah, you almost have to. You can't punt it back to Comer the way they're moving the ball right now. Uh, you got to call something here to put yourself in a position to move the sticks. And every time we've thrown the ball on third down, other than the curl route we threw to Zeke, it's been a trick play. Third down and six to Loach. Pressure comes. Curl route to Cadence Barrett. It's too high. Dropped. Incomplete. And I would think the Wolves would have to go for it on fourth and six. Yeah, you look at Pacey coming over to talk to Coach John Limbaugh. I don't see the punt team going out. And just as we said, you're going to see them go for it here. Fourth and five for the Wolves, and guys, unless B.B. Comer just sits on it offensively, uh, this this could be the game. Deloach, fourth and five with Richie in the backfield, takes it to him, goes over the middle, the pass is caught by, by Zeke Deloach. He breaks a tackle and almost broke another huge conversion on fourth down as Deloach to Deloach right in stride. And I'll tell you, that I – I'd like for us to stop running on first and second down and go to Zeke DeLoach more because his matchup cannot match up with him. Absolutely, KJ. I mean, if it wouldn't have been for number nine, Cordes Harris right there, that that's would have six. been a, that, that's six points. I mean, you got to start not being so predictable on offense inside the ball. What you've seen right there was that. That's probably the best throw I've seen Pacey make all year. On the money, over the middle, DeLoach on first and ten. Fake it to Richie. He wants to run. He's going nowhere. But he throws it the last second. Man, wide open, Taysom Bryant. And he's slung by his jersey out of bounds. That was uh, number two, Dalen Welch, on that tackle. And if it wouldn't have been for him, he might have got six. Yeah. Another good play for the Wolves. And, and Jacob, I don't, I don't know that that was a designed throw. It looked like DeLoach wanted to run it, but he seen the linebacker blitzing, and Taysom Bryant was all alone. Yeah, it was good to have Case and Brian out there in space, made big plays happen, and we're moving the ball towards the end zone. We need to put it in right here. First and ten, DeLoach wants to throw again. Momentum for the Wolves. Pass is caught. This time it's Cadence Barrett trying to shed some men off. Not a lot, but it's still positive yardage and moving the ball down the field. See what Coach John Limbaugh dials up. You got momentum going your way. You're faced uh, with about a second and three down near the goal line. Six minutes to go. You're down three scores. Let's see this. I mean, this is crunch time. Wolves are having to play catch up. And uh, and I don't mean like catch up you put on a cheeseburger either. This is trying to catch up with the game. The Loach, one man in the backfield, two receivers to each side. Low snap. He gets it. Quick screen out. And Comer had that one covered pretty good as the Loach is tackled for about a three-yard loss. Someone missed a block out there on the edge, and now it's going to bring you up back to a third and long, and guys, we've seen Fedwell convert. Actually, Fedwell's actually done a pretty good job on third and long tonight. They've had two or three eight-plus, and they've converted two out of three. Uh, yeah, they have. They've done very well tonight on on third and long, but better than they normally do, but you got to think, you want six on this drive. You can't settle for three, and I don't even know if they're in range yet for three. It's a draw on third and long, and once again, nobody is blocking in the middle of that offensive line, and now it's going to bring up fourth and long, and 
Guys, I I don't know what you do here because it's fourth and long longer than what you did had to go through last time, and you're not in Levi's range yet. Uh, they just may they may just try to throw it again, and I think that's what they're going to do. Fourth KJ. down, fourth down and twelve, and another must convert on fourth and long. Last time we hit Zeke over the middle, single coverage on everybody. Deloach looks to the left. Got pressure coming, throws it, and it's out of reach of Cadence Barrett. That was six once again, and once again we're unable to execute. KJ, this game, Jacob, both of y'all, this game could be tied at this point, but the Wolves cannot convert in their opportunities. You're inside the 20-yard line three different times, and you've got a goose egg on the scoreboard. Somebody has got to settle down Pacey because he has missed three touchdowns by overthrowing tonight. He's usually very accurate, and he has been over the middle, but his downfield accuracy, guys, it's just not been there. First and ten, they'll run it up the middle, and he'll get a couple yards. If you're able to get a quick stop, well, there's still 419 to go in the third quarter. It's not all the way dead yet, but you cannot afford for Comer to eat up clock and continue to move the ball down the field, Jacob. Yeah, the defense needs to step up and make plays right here. Oh, second, second down and long is more, more of the same as Comer stopped for no gain, so that federal defense playing a little angry after that last drive on the part of Comer. Yep. Uh, did Pacey or Zeke's jersey maybe get ripped? Cause it looked like he had to put on another one. Let's see what they do here. Comer's lining up. They got a third and eight to go. And uh, see what they do. They'll probably hand it off here to uh, number three, Raphael Johnson, because he's been having success with long runs. So he might bust one here and give him a first down. Third and eight. Now they roll Carmichael out, design quarterback run. And Carmichael is fighting for, and I don't think he's going to get his first down. I think he's going to be about a yard short. But I think if you're Comer, well, they gave it to him. Well, they well that was just god awful. So uh, that'll bring up first down, even though it should obviously not be. Well, had it not been, it would have been fourth and about a foot or two, and Comer would have probably lined up and went for it and all but got it. First and ten for Carmichael and the Tigers offense. Leave it with Raphael Johnson around the left, fighting for yardage. Breaks a tackle, but pretty good job that time by the federal front. Pacey DeLoach coming up from the secondary to help on the tackle. Yeah, that's uh, – you got to be disappointed if you're the Wolves there. I mean, you had them on that third and short and earth and, uh, – or third and long, rather, and you let them run for a first down. 2.35 to go and ticking. Wolves down 22. Carmichael will pull it down from Johnson, and he is tattooed. Luke White coming from a corner blitz. Loss of about five or six on the play. Wow. He, he got plastered on that one once again. There's a third and long. See if the Wolves can get a stop here, if Comer will keep driving and add to that three-touchdown lead that they have. Wolves with zero on the scoreboard, Comer with 22. Carmichael, third and long. Johnson in the backfield with him. They'll just give it with Raphael Johnson. Breaks some tackles, makes a man miss. Missed holding call, and he gets a first down. Close to it anyway. Yeah, I think he'll have that one. 
But, uh, KJ, it looks like they're actually going to mark him short, and it looked like by far he had that one more than the last one. Well, it's fourth and about inches by the chains. Dakota Ogle got tackled as 54 for Comer was matched up on him, and that was Hogan DeLee, and Hogan thought he was playing defense for a second. So, uh, we'll see what they do here, KJ. Oh, they're bringing out the chains. Chris. Well, wow. We'll see what happens. Is Chris O'Barr is going to stretch that thing out? See, he's running his way over there. Well, it's short, but it's by a few inches, and our guys have got to be ready on this fourth down and short. Well, now they're going to give it to him. I, I, those chains were lined up wrong because it was short by – a few inches to a yard, and then they come over there and signal first down. I don't know about this. The spotting tonight has not been very good. The, the flags have been pretty well managed, but the spots have not been good at all. Yeah. First and yeah. ten for the Tigers. Another first down, and our guys continue to get them to third and long and be bailed out. Here's Raphael Johnson around the left. Missed call on the hold, and their left tackle is – holding us horribly yeah that time he was trying to fight off blake ritchie and last time he held dakota ogle and i'm telling you man that when you have jerseys being tugged on the defensive line it's that bad it's and well, dakota ogle is going to come out for a play well kj at this point in the game it, the refs or our officials aren't going to just stop play because they know it's probably not going to make a huge difference. Second and one, and we miss a tackle, and Carmichael gets his first down. Oh, where's the late hit on that? Yeah, they just absolutely tattoo one of our defensive linemen well after that play. The ref is standing right there beside it, and there's no flag called. I know it might not make a difference, but I'm sorry. You've got to call that. That could hurt somebody. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Stevie Wonder could have called that one. This is this is to the point to where I this is just ridiculous, guys. And our and our defensive line is getting wore out. First and ten, Carmichael will flip it. This is his brother, James, and James is not going to get anything. I tell you, Luke White in his first game back. Hadn't done much on offense, but defensively, he's pitching a heck of a game. Uh, that he is, KJ, and uh, they're playing angry. Him and Jacob Vice, they're all playing with a chip on their shoulder this evening, and uh, they st they remember that one from last year. It stuck around with them that that loss they took last year, and, and they're playing with anger and passion, and uh, they're trying to make a difference in this game. But it takes 22, not two, so that's why you see Fable down 22 to nothing it could very easily be 21 to 22 right now or 22 to 22 but absolutely and Comer's not even going to get up to the line to call a second and 14 play they're going to let the third quarter expire and 22 to nothing is our score Going into the fourth, you're listening to Fable Football on the radio at alabamasports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. 
Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. KJ McCurley alongside Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett. And we're heading into the fourth quarter, guys. And this is to the point to where the Wolves have, have got to stop Comer on this drive, get the ball back, and score if they want any chance of winning this game. Uh, they've showed that when they've been able to hold the ball, the defense has held Comer up pretty good. Yeah, I think it goes without saying. This is probably the most important fourth quarter we'll play all year. And... The defense is doing their job. You know, they need to make a stop here. We need to get the ball in the offense's hand. They need to do their job, and we need to get some points. We'll see what Fevel does. Second and 14 for Comer. Carmichael with Garrett in the backfield. They'll use Garrett as a blocker, and Carmichael will run straight up the gut first down and more into the secondary. Still going, breaking tackles all the way down. He got away out of all of that, and he's going to get in the end zone. We... We had about 10 missed tackles on that play, and, guys, that that might put this one to sleep. Yeah, this one's over at this point, and it's just able to try to make this one look better. Uh, on the scoreboard at this point, a game that they could have definitely hung around in and had opportunities and uh, just couldn't execute. Same story. Yep. 28 to nothing is your new score as Comer will line up and go for two. Not to try to rub it in, but because their kicking is really that bad. Well, if if I'm their team at this point, when you're up by this, I would kneel the ball as a sign of sportsmanship. I mean, nobody came up to try to stop Garrett on the two-point conversion, and that makes it 30 to nothing as we've just entered. The fourth quarter, 11.47 to go. We'll take another break. You're listening to Federal Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. What makes Garrett Specialty special? Did you know Garrett's Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garrett's Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garrett's Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered.
listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Thirty to nothing the score. Comer will kick this one and it will stay in bounds and be picked up on the hop. This is Camden Keaton breaking a tackle and they say he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, so they'll mark him out about what, the twenty-eight is what it looks like from here. So they'll set up shop. Eleven forty seven, excuse me, eleven forty two to go. You're down by thirty. This point. I don't start, know what you do. You got to start airing it deep and try to make up ground in a hurry. You got to block, and then you got to execute the throw. There's been three throws that we've missed that would have went for six points, and we would be staring at a 30 to 22 game right now. Um, never mind one of the scores that BB Comer had. Their first one was a special team score on a horrible punt. So, really and truly, this is a game that Fedville should be tied or maybe even winning and we're losing 30 to nothing could have should have would have guys come on first and 10 deloach will try to throw it in trouble and he's going to be sad yep we got three linemen standing there looking confused and two trying to block five you can't do that no you definitely can't do that and i'm gonna tell you somebody that would be having some words with these guys just standing around not blocking and uh that's chris sherbert Whenever I played basketball for him and we wasn't doing what we were supposed to, he would light us up like a candle. Got to love Coach Serber. You do. Man. You do. And see, the thing I love about him, Mark Reed, both they're crazy, and I'm even crazier, so that's why I get along with them. Second down and really long now after the sack. Deloach will try to throw again. Going to air it out deep. Got a man out there and once again overthrown. Yeah, and uh, if that would have held in the – Air any longer, Dave Leon Welch would have intercepted that. And we had a step with Case and Bryant, but but guys, it's the same. It's the same story. I, I understand that you have a guy that you want to take snaps at quarterback, but Pacey has shown that he can play receiver in a game where he's struggling. I, I don't understand why we don't why we don't try something new. We're down thirty to nothing. I mean, what what do we have to lose? And now it's third and long. The Loach will probably just air it out again, and he will. And this one is incomplete. Nobody even looking for the ball as he threw it kind of early. And Fedville will go three and out. Well, that that drive took about all of. 54 seconds off the clock. Had a sack and then incomplete, incomplete. Well, uh, if I'm Coach John Limbaugh, I'm sending out the punt team as a sign of waving that white flag and telling them to kick that ball deep. So looks like it'll be Pacey kicking, and I don't know why because Levi's does a pretty fine job. This is a pretty good punt, though, and it's fielded on the hop by number two. And look at that arm tackling on DeLeon Welch. They miss a block in the back, but it doesn't matter. Look at that horrible tackling. Yeah, they were lucky they was able to get Dave Leon Welch uh, tackled there. So, um, I just, if you're the Wolves right here, KJ, what do you do, man? You're down 30 to nothing. And you can't fault the defense for that. These, uh about three touchdowns worth of this 30 points 
has been because Comer has, A, started with a short field because the offense had to go three and out, or, B, because the offense turned the ball over or had a bad kickoff and they worked with a short field. They have not but one time tonight truly made Comer go the length of the field. And when they did, what happened? Three and out. Yep. Here is Raphael Johnson. He'll probably get the carry, and he will. Gain of maybe two. Good job by Fedville's defensive line. I'm going to tell you, we've missed some tackles pretty bad, but our defensive line all in all has played a pretty decent game. Yeah, they uh, they have played a pretty decent game. You know, KJ, I just can't help but going back. This is the story, the same story year after year. I can kick it back all the way to my senior year. Uh, had guys with talent who played well. But they never could convert their opportunities. They uh, never could. I mean, it's always going back to missed opportunities and, and losses and lack of discipline on the field. And I just I don't know what the answer to that is, KJ. How do you fix that? Well, you you've got to embody that. Uh, for for one is I think we're going to get a block in the back right here. The for one you've got to encourage the kids that they're close i mean it's not like the team is just so bad that we're not on the verge of winning because you you guys can attest to this we're three plays from being a one loss football team this year and then here tonight this is a game we should be winning so i think going forward you've got to encourage your team that you're right there but you've got to execute You've got to see the ball all the way in. You've got to step up into your throws. You've got to get off your blocks as Raphael Johnson takes the carry, make about three men miss before he's tackled by three more and bring up third and long. But you've got to embody that you're there and also encourage the kids that, hey, look, we're not all the way – we're not doing all the way negative. We're doing some good things, but you got to finish the play. you got to – See the ball before you catch it. You've got to step up before you throw it. You've got to read your blocks. You've got to make your blocks. Get off your blocks. Make tackles. Their guys, our guys are in good position 95% of the time, and we're just not making the play. Uh, absolutely, KJ. And uh, this defense, same story last season. They just get worn out, man. They get tired. They have to spend so much time on the field bailing the offense out of trouble, and they can only do that for so many uh, minutes out of the game. Third and long, they'll just leave it with Raphael Johnson and Dakota Ogle just hopped on him. I don't know why Dakota is doing the Allen Iverson step over. <laughs> yeah, he, he he laid him with a corn pop there, nonetheless, KJ. Oh, goodness. 30 to nothing is the score as B.B. Comer for the first time. Well, no, they're not even in punting territory. They'll just go for it. Fourth and nine, and Clock continues to roll. 8.42 and ticking down 30 to nothing, the Wolves are. Carmichael. See what they do. Will throw it for one of the rare times tonight. Got a man out there and just overshoots him. And that was number two, Dave Leon Welch, that he was trying to, to get the ball to. But, KJ, that attests to why they are not throwing the ball. I mean, you look at how bad they look when they have to throw the ball. Yeah, that would have been a first down and then some. And now Fedville will take over. 30 to nothing is the score. 8.30 to go in the game. And now if you're Fedville, you're just looking for chunks down the field. Score quickly. Go for two. Maybe throw some onside kicks in there. Um, Jacob, what do you think? Well, I've I've seen crazy things happen in football. But it's going to take a whole lot of crazy things for us to 
amount of comeback. But this hey, a score will do do us a lot of good right here, and that's what we need to do. Well, if you're an NFL fan, you probably recall Mike Vick, Deshaun Jackson, and LaShawn McCoy came back from 20 down going into the fourth quarter against the New York Giants in 2000. I believe that was, what was it, 10 or 11, somewhere in that territory. Uh, the Giants really blew that one, but Mike Vick and Deshaun Jackson, boy, uh, the kids in that era wanted to be Mike Vick and Deshaun Jackson. The kids these days don't even know who those two names are. Yeah. And that was back when NFL was fun to watch when there was this Absolutely. thing called defense. Absolutely. And uh, it didn't look like you turn on CNN when you turned the TV on either. So, you know, I mean, the uh, NFL has definitely changed. Football as a whole, you look at 2010, 2011, the way offenses ran then versus now, KJ, it's a totally different ball game. Because there's so many running quarterbacks, high-powered offenses coming out of college. You look at Pat Mahomes, you look at Lamar Jackson, you look at – uh, those guys, Kyler Murray, uh, the quarterback position is evolving. Tight end positions are evolving. Used to be tight ends went out, blocked, ran three routes. Now Travis Kelsey, among others, are faces of franchises. Yeah. Running backs are changing. They're catching passes out the backfield. I mean, it's a yeah. whole new ball game. Deloach will air it out first and long. Nowhere to go initially, then throws it on the fly to Case and Bryant right in his hands, and he just dropped it. Yeah, it should have been a catch there. And I, and I think the guy that really started that trend for the tight end is KJ, and I think that was a guy by the name of Tony Gonzalez. I think he really led yeah. the way. T Tony Gonzalez was, was probably one of the best after-the-catch players to ever come through the NFL. That's wide receiver or tight end. He, along with Antonio Gates, two tight ends in that era, very good. I forgot about Gates. He was a good one. Deloach, second down and 10. In trouble, makes a man miss. Tries to pick up a block. Now going to air it out deep. He's got his brother Zeke, and he just overthrows him. Yep. Zeke quit running on the play. That, that was actually a pretty good throw that time. Zeke, Zeke's got to lay out for that. Yeah, Cordez Harris and DeLeon Wilch were over there uh, on the coverage. So if it had been underthrown, any, that might have went for a pick. Well, you hear what our coaches up here have to say about it. It's third and long as... Time is down to 8:13. Once again, you know, not only the fact that we're unable to to score, but we started this drive with 8:37 on the clock, and now there's 8:13. Just not taking any time to be ineffective. The loach rolling out, and uh, that one came out of his hands weird, as he was looking for Hunter Hammonds over the middle, incomplete. Fourth and ten. Yeah, I don't know. Coach Limbaugh goes for it a little further down the field, or if he punts it away. I say you got to go for. It. Oh, no, it's fourth and ten. I would, I'd wave that white flag, KJ, and send Pacey out there to punt, or actually Levi Phillips. For some reason, they haven't let Levi Phillips punt this evening, and uh, I don't know why. But it is what it is. Levi will be in punting formation. See if he can maybe pin them deep right here. As there's eight minutes to go, down 30 nothing, and we'll see if the Tigers can build on this lead they have. And this goes to show how different of a dynamic B.B. Comer is. How many teams do you guys know where the quarterback is your punt and kick returner like Carmichael is? Well, he is really a running back playing the quarterback position. He's well, kind of yeah. like a Lamar Jackson kind of guy. I mean, But Lamar has gotten better through the air. Yeah. His completion percentage this year is skyrocketing as shows in my in our fantasy league he's he's my offense in fantasy right now and he's going to be out Sunday so I 
uh, I'll probably lose again. Well, uh, KJ, he's a quarterback until it comes to playoffs, then he's a running back. <laughs> well, first and ten for the Comer Tigers is that punt was actually a really good one. Got all the way down to about the 17-yard line. Two receivers to each side. Comer with a man in the backfield. That's Johnson. Fake it to him. Carl Michael gets the call around the left. Breaks tackles and goes out of bounds past the 30. Going to be a first down, if not very close. 7.49 to go in the game. And Wolves are just looking to get out of here without any injuries at this point. First down for... Comer, and we knew coming in that this offense was going to be hard to stop, but what we did not know is that our offense was just going to have this much hard of a time executing after good drives. We've had five good drives tonight. They should have resulted in seven points. Carmichael will leave it. This time it is Raphael Johnson, and Raphael gets about five. And Going forward, guys, we're in the bulk of our schedule where we have more winnable games. As we look ahead the next week, we go on the road to a rebuilding Lafette team, as that is to say the least. Teams have ran wild on Lafette this year. so Should be a good matchup then. Hopefully our guys will be able to go down there and compete hard in that one. Well, Childersburg took it on the chin last night as well, 42-0 against Montgomery Academy as Carmichael has drove back. Wow. That was number 75 for the Wolves on the tackle that time. And I believe that is Connor Rogers. Connor Rogers with a loss of about four or five on the play. Read that one like a book. It's going to bring up third and third and – about six. And Calmer, yeah. If Calmer gets three or four yards right here, they'll probably just go for it to run some more seconds off the clock. They're getting, they're averaging probably, if I had to guess, about five yards of carry, so why not? Absolutely. Carmichael and the offense on third and medium, they're going to throw here. It's a wide receiver screen, and that did not get the first down. As number nine, Cordez Harris, who's had a good game tonight. That time he got popped by a host of Wolves, and B.B. Comer will bring on the punt team as that play did not get very much. Yeah, we'll say number 51, Eddie East, out here to punt this ball deep. Pretty good punter, to, to say the least. I mean, he's, uh, he's had some good punts this evening and been backed up in his own end zone, so this is the first time he actually has a little bit of room punting. We'll see what he can do here. East to punt, Deloach and Case and Bryant back deep to return. The Wolves will come after it. They won't get a contest up as the punt will bounce inside the 40, inside the 30, still rolling in East. They get down to right at the 25-yard line. KJ, I think I made them mad, dude. I think I made Comer mad talking about how their special teams look good, and they came out here tonight and, I mean, performed. Well, the whole team has performed as really the the shot in the arm right out the gate was the bad punt scooped up for essentially eight points. But really I thought the turning point in this game, guys, and and I'm not making excuses, but the turning point in this game was when we had the ball – Third and goal from the two-yard line and ended up not scoring any points. 
before the half ended. If we score seven points right there and come out of halftime with a 14-7 to lead, you're talking about a whole different ball game. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Story of the season for the Wolves. Deloach will hand off. This is Luke White. Luke White making men miss. Good game. That but. clock will keep rolling. We five minutes left to go in the game. And uh, Comer and Barris and Fevel, 30 to nothing right now. And, uh, this will be the uh, third game that I know of. The schools have not scored on the offensive side of the ball. So, see how that goes. Four points on one outing, zero last week, and zero once again this week. Well, Fedville on a second down and about three. Deloach will give it. This is Richie. Richie breaking tackles, makes a few men miss. Should be enough for the first down. And it is. Well, next week we talked about it. We will be on the road at Lafette. You can catch pregame coverage at the same time, about 640, on the Radio Alabama Sports app and go down and click on Channel 5 to pick us up through the app. Or you can do the same thing through the browser. Go to RadioAlabamaSports.net, click Listen, and click Channel 5. The Wolves will come out. On the first and ten, two backs, one to each side of the loach, two receivers. That's Zeke DeLoach and um, Cadence Barrett. Going to throw one deep for DeLoach, and this one. Oh, it's caught. That is caught by number. They're going to say incomplete. Wow. That was blatantly caught. It happened right here in front of us. That was just horrible. Bull crap right there. And it wouldn't matter because late in this game is 30 to nothing. But you got to – you can't. I'm glad this game isn't close because these guys have dropped the ball. I don't know who these guys are, but uh, once again, we'll need to be calling, calling the state on Monday to see uh, why they can't seem to do their job right. If I did that with air conditioners and, and heaters, I'd be fired. So I don't know why they think they need to not do their job. Second and ten, Deloach will fake it, and it's batted back in his face by number 51, the punter, Eddie East. And uh, I tell you, East is a good-looking athlete at defensive end and punter. Yeah, I'm not sure what grade level he's on, but according to the sheet, he is a not on there, so I don't know what grade he's on. He's in. Well, he's a big-looking guy, and that's, that's that was the one thing really that haunted Comer the last few years was not a lot of size on the defensive line, but this year you look at Eddie East, 51, and 64, Terry on Pope, and they're huge. Yeah, and East, I was just informed, is a junior. Are they going to call that one a catch? They do, but they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. At least they got half of it right. Hey, 50% is better than 0%. Good job, guys. Give them a, give them a hand. Jacob... Uh, Really, Fedville has just shot themselves in the foot when they've when they've gotten down uh, inside the goal line. And, and really, what do we need to do to improve our red zone offense? Well, first of all, anytime you can get points in the red zone, no matter where you're at, take them. You got a kicker, you know, you can he can put it through the upright. It's just about at will. Yeah. And earlier on, when it was closed, we decided to go for it, and we didn't make it. That's something we need to work on is 
red zone offense and scoring in the red zone. Deloach tries to toss to Keaton, and that didn't do anything. And right now, Fedville just looking to avoid being shut out, but it's chances of that happening are continuing to grow with 3.15 to go in the game, and that'll bring up a first or a second down and long for the Wolves. Yeah. Well, second and nine, like you said, three minutes to go and ticking, and the you know, Wolves, like I was touched on earlier, just trying to get to next week without any injuries. Fedville on the verge of dropping their fourth loss of the year. Fifth. As we get flags, I believe we're going to get a false start. Mm-mm-mm. Offsides on... How can the offense be offsides? If it's on the offense, that means it's a false start. Unless we were lined up. Uh, well, knows? it's late in the third, fourth quarter, and we're lined up offsides on the offensive line. That's not acceptable. That's not a good look. Is now it's second down and even longer. Is the Wolves really it's playing for pride right now? Two receivers out to the right. It's like Hunter Hammonds and Zeke Deloach with two men in the backfield. They'll give it to one man, and that's Case and Bryant. Haven't seen him carry the ball a lot tonight. They've thrown it to him a couple times, one of which should have been caught for a touchdown, but overthrown. Yep, 2.15 to go. Wolves, like you said, just playing for pride, trying to get out of here with uh, something, some kind of positive looking forward to next week. But right now, I, I can't seem to find one. Well, we've moved the ball. We moved the ball very well in the first half, but that first half, like it has all year long, has come back to kill us. When you play teams that are run-powered, Jacob, you cannot afford to get behind the eight ball in the first half like they did tonight and then Lynette and then expect to make a miraculous second-half comeback. Well, another run team that we play kind of similar to what we saw tonight would be uh, Randolph County last week. They started, you know, Shoving it, shoving it at us, and eventually we got tired and it showed on the scoreboard, and that seems to be the case right now with a minute and 35 to go. The Loach converts on the third down scramble play, hits Cadence Barrett. Nice catch over the middle, first down for the Wolves. Yep. Yeah, and uh, that clock continue running, 120 and ticking. I think if you're the Wolves, you're just going to try to run it on out and get on out of here. Uh, without getting any more injuries. We're going to try to get on out of here before this rain comes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Deloach, Deloach will throw it on third and long, and he'll check it down with his brother, Zeke Deloach, first down. Zeke's, Zeke's had a good game tonight. Yeah, he has. Him and uh, Cadence Barrett uh, both having good games. Cadence Barrett really stepped up. I'm looking forward to see what he does the rest of the year and on in the next season because he'll be one of the guys at the top uh, next season. Um, with uh, Bryant and Richie and Richie and uh, Luke White, Jacob Bice, all them guys leaving. They're going to need some guys to step up. Another one, Hunter Hammonds. Hunter Hammonds has grown into his role this year as Deloach and the offense will bring it up. And we have a timeout by Fedville. B.B. Comer takes a timeout. Well, this is just like I seen two weeks ago against Winterboro. They're uh, thirty to they, nothing is the score. They get about a D plus on a sportsmanship here at Comer, 
So. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not really sure why they you would call a timeout up 30 to nothing. Maybe, maybe to get some younger guys in there, but you can do that when the play's yeah. over. I mean, when when they were playing against Winterboro just a few weeks ago, they were running fake field goals when they were up 40 to nothing. Or maybe and, because uh, the offensive and defensive lines had played so well, the coaching staff might be asking the big fellas what they want from Burger King when the game's over. Man, if you trying those jalapeno poppers from Burger King, I, I gotta say, I give them an A minus. They're good. Well, I had KFC before the game. I got to go get me something to eat afterwards, KJ. I am hungry, man. And Comer on their way to being – they've only lost one game this year. Yeah, they got flat out embarrassed by the hit. Yeah. Much like Fedville did. Deloach. And more flags. I don't, I don't understand. I, I know as an official you're supposed to call things – but when it's this late in the game, why are we continuing to stop play? I mean, the, the game is decided. It has been for a long time, Jacob. Yeah. There just ain't much to say right now. Um, Comer calling that timeout kind of puzzled me. I know th- this ain't a spot that Comer's used to being in. I know that from experience. I've been around that program for a long time. But with a minute to go, you're up 30 to nothing. Let's go to the house. Well, Deloach and Richie in the backfield, Luke and Luke White and Zeke Deloach to the left, Cadence Barrett and Hunter Hammonds to the right. Luke White in motion. They'll fake it to him. Deloach rolling out in trouble. And down he goes. He's yep. gonna get about two or three as he just kinda lunges forward. Fifty seconds to go. And uh-huh. and who called a timeout? Coach Limbaugh. The Wolves will take a timeout to talk things over. And uh Guys, I well. think we'll keep it here. So once again, preview our game for next week. The Wolves will drop to two and five, looking to get back, hopefully, to five hundred after this one's over. As we'll close the year with Lafette, with Chillersburg, and who else do we play? Uh, Ranburn. Ranburn. Ranburn also struggling this year mightily. That was definitely got a good chance to uh, minus this game. Uh, went out. We'll see if they can. Well, Childersburg didn't look good last night, but they've gotten better every week, and they played Montgomery Academy. Montgomery Academy is private school, um, very, very good, um, always good. Those schools over there, especially in baseball, Fayetteville actually ran into um, – uh, who was it they played in baseball? Um, your sophomore, my junior year, Blake, that put them out in the state championship. G.W. Long. G.W. Long, that's, that's it. Yeah, them guys, they, uh, they're they powerhouse, but they're private, so they can recruit. Right. So. And you talk, and really, and it brings up the discussion, private schools really should be in their own in their own uh, classification. It's not fair to these other schools, honestly. Well, I think they're doing that now, KJ, but as we just got to update, Sillacoggi's up 51-19 over Beauregard, so. Deloach in trouble. Flag thrown. Pass on the run. Caught by Luke White. First down as of right now, but we got a flag in the secondary. I think we got some defensive holding going on. Yep. That's, uh, that may be the call. KJ, I want to say that Silicaga game is final. That is the final wow. from Beauregard. So that was really the only semi-competitive game Silicaga had on the rest of their schedule, and they just blew it open. So the Aggies... 
look like they're poised possibly for a 9-1 season. Yeah. For, under first-year coach injuries, I'm going to tell you something. The transfer quarterback in – in um, I can't. I can't even. I can't even remember the guy's name. But the quarterback they have that transferred from CVA is just. He's he's unbelievable. He he's been a, really a godsend for that offense. After you know, really in the past they've just been had running quarterbacks. Uh, he can really really throw it. Yeah, well they they'll probably make it to the third round this season. Maybe you know second or third. They usually. Drop in the first round, and that was under Coach Griff. But uh, that program looked like it's headed in the right direction. And guys, I know that they're trying to get things right, but the game is thirty to nothing. Why are we standing here talking about a blatant flag that was thrown for a defensive holding? Let's just kneel the ball and get on out of here. I, I don't, I don't understand this. This officiating crew has really puzzled me. The Loach with one man in the backfield, three receivers to the left. He'll throw it for the end zone. And it is almost intercepted. Uh, number nine, that is Cordez Harris. Called his name quite a few times. There's 28.4 seconds to go. And if uh, I'm the Wolves, I'm gonna take a knee and call it a game. Or at least run it. I know that I know Coach Limbaugh wants these guys to score to avoid the goose egg. But at this point in the game, I I, I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. Cordez Harris really. The secondary is probably the weak link of this Comer team, other than their passing game at times. Uh, but Cortez Harris, by far, Jacob, uh, Comer's best cover man. Yeah, he's broken up a lot of passes tonight for that Comer secondary. Deloach will try to throw it, and it is caught for a touchdown by Zeke Deloach. Well, we avoid the goose egg and score. 30 to 6, the updated score with an extra point from Levi Phillips to boot. Glad they uh, got themselves seven on the board. But uh, when you just stand these games when the player's already tired, you really run the risk of injury, KJ. And uh, in my personal opinion, but Levi Phillips go out there to tack on this extra point, and it is up, and it is good, just like it is from him almost all of the time. 30 to 7, the updated score. We'll take a break and run out this last few seconds of garbage time here on RadioAlamaSports.net. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. 30-7 is your new score. Fayetteville will... 
avoid the shutout to their rivals as Levi Phillips will be set to kick it away. And this time, Jacob, that 165 to 165 is going to be broken. And Comer will make it 195 to 172 in all likelihood. But here goes number two on the return. That's Welch. And Welch had his sights on the end zone, but is going to be drugged down at about the 44-yard line. And you'll probably see him come out in victory formation or just a quick handoff up the gut to uh, get him on out. Appreciate this rain we're getting. It's aggravating, but the uh, good Lord blessed us with rain, and I've learned to not complain about the rain because it sure does get dry here in Alabama at some times of the year. As Luke Bryan once said, rain is a good thing. Heck, yeah, that was back when he made good music. And uh, he slacked off a little bit. But, uh, well, he, does, he doesn't have to. He's already a millionaire. True. Carmichael will drop to a knee, and that'll do it. Comer wins this one. 30-7 to 7 is your final. We'll take a quick break and be back with the Fayetteville, Fayetteville postgame show after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059 what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Legion Stadium. BB Comer just wrapped up their rivalry game against the Wolves. 37 is your final. KJ McCurley alongside Jacob Bassett for post game and Jacob uh, Fedville really after they didn't score first and goal or third and goal from the three at all before the half. That's really the turning point in this game. Comer went the length of the field to open the half and that was about all she wrote. Yeah, there were some plays that didn't go Fedville's way and it, it, they shot themselves in the foot and they ne never really recovered from it. And I mean, you can't take credit away from Comer. You know, they're a good football team. It's crazy that I say that given the history they've had in the past 20 years. But, I mean, something's got to happen with Fayetteville. I mean, we have the athletes. We have the talent. They're just not getting it done when they need to. And one thing, the one thing I think needs to be worked on in practice this week, 
uh, linebacker and defensive back tackling is one thing. Uh, but the other thing, we've got to perfect that deep ball because we're catching people off guard every week with, with some kind of deep ball. And we missed three touchdowns tonight, overthrown. We've got to work on that to help out our running game because you start stretching that field out, then linemen start to move back and we get a lot of holes as a result. That's going to about do it from us. We'll be on the road at LaFette next week. KJ McCurley, Jacob Bassett, Blake Backley will all be there. 640 will air out our pregame show as hopefully the Wolves can try to close the season out with a couple of wins next week starting at LaFette. 30 to 7 the final. That's going to do it from here. Hope your team wins tomorrow. Everybody have a safe and wonderful weekend. Good night, everyone.